See more of the USA than ever before with American Airlines. Fly direct to Dallas-Fort Worth from Dublin Airport this summer and connect onwards to over 240 destinations across North America. Enjoy complimentary meals, drinks from the bar, transatlantic Wi-Fi, live TV, and over a thousand hours of entertainment on board our state-of-the-art Dreamliner. Start your next big adventure with American Airlines at AA.com. Before we get started in this, you know this thing right here, I gotta say, welcome home to my main man. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Yeah! Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Yeah. Holy smokes. <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome to the Tony Bruno Show. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> On the all-new TonyBrunoShow.com. Rental discretion is advised. <laughs> you know what they think? The man chosen to save American radio from its horrible future. Now, here he is. Oh, yeah. It's like family. It's like, like being family. in the Olive Garden. Yeah. You guys are just like family. He didn't invent radio. He just perfected it. I'm innocent. What's the name of that place? Big Packers. I want full cavity searches. Everyone, go deep on them. The godfather of sports radio. It is a final. Here is. You got a big one in there? Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. The only unimpeachable podcast in the free world. It is the Tony Bruno Show. Hello there. Welcome, children. As Michael Jackson once said to visitors to, what was the name of that place that he had? The Neverland Ranch. Wasn't it the Neverland Ranch back in the day? That's what Michael had. Michael had the Neverland Ranch. Him and Bubbles, the, uh, the, the monkey. That's good Bubbles knowledge right there. I sold my soul for a tilt the world myself, bro. Exactly right. It's Tony. I'm back. In fact, Luigi will be starting his new job next week. Now that the Ringling Brothers Circus is done for good, he will be spreading uh, sawdust on the tilt-a-wheel at an upcoming summer carnival in a uh, parking lot somewhere in your neighborhood this summer. Because that's you, the time of the season, right? You were right about <laughs> Damn right, dude. I used to love hanging out with carnies. Really? I did. I don't know why. Like not I, our carny, of course, from the honeymoon. Well, like I lived in or a very John Carney, the former great kicker for the San Diego Chargers. I lived in a really small town in John the Netherlands, Carney. and when the carnival or the circus came into town, they would be hanging out right by the school playground, and so we. Yeah, would but go those over people are now. They would be a. Re- they're probably all on. Uh, well, back, on some sort of list right now. In my day, when I was, it was they were all gypsies. Every yeah. single one of them, they were always gypsies that worked at the carnivals. Love gypsies, man. I'm a fan of gypsies. I don't trust them, but I like them. They were the original freaks with the tattoos and stuff. Now everybody looks like any chick that you run into now looks like a gypsy. You can't tell the difference, right? That's, it's hard. It's like back in the day when well, you ba- go to Vegas. Back then you were back then you were a gypsy. Now you're a fashionista. That's, exactly. that's what it is. But like I, when I used to go to Vegas a long time ago, 
you know, you could tell the hookers apart from the regular women. How? Now everybody looks like a hooker. <laughs> How could you what do I'm that? saying is, no, the hookers you knew were hookers. But now you go to Vegas, every chick that goes to Vegas dresses up like a hooker. Yes. So it's hey. hard to tell them apart. It's like my gypsy analogy that I just made. It's Tony Bruno, Miss Robin is here, former gypsy and a vagabond who roamed the world. Smoking weed in Amsterdam? Nope, 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 nope. Uh, checking out the red light district in Amsterdam? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> that, one, that one is accurate. What but up? I never did smoke the dope. You know, the ganja was just not me. It's a good job you. Out never of you. smoke weed, Robin? I mean, I have, but I don't like it. Like, I hate I mean, it. Really, it's, it's one of those, like, I mean, it sounds fake, but it's not. I, I really just don't enjoy it. I, would I, much I hate rather... it, too. Again, I don't, you want to smoke weed, smoke weed. Just don't smoke weed and drive, because it's the same thing as being Correct. tipsy. You're stoned. Unless you can smoke you know, a pound of it and say, oh, I can smoke a pound and it doesn't affect me. If you're smoking that much weed, just sit at home, eat Cheetos, and relax, okay? I just don't like the smell of it. And I, I don't like, it's just I don't like cigarettes. And I used to be a cigarette smoker. Yep. So I can speak as a, how, knowing how hard it is to quit. But now when I smell somebody smoking cigarettes, I, it bothers me. I walk away. I don't tell them not to smoke because they're outside. Right. And so I get away from it and I avoid the smell. Because it, it's, but nothing, nothing is, smells worse to me other than a, a, a compost pile when it's just freshly turned over and you're adding poop to it to make it more nutrient filled. <laughs> Horse manure. Marijuana to me is the most nasty smelling stuff well, on the planet. It smells like. It, so it smells a like skunk. It smells That's like why a skunk. It's called skunk. But then you're walking down streets and it, it overtakes the entire neighborhood and it doesn't smell good. Again, if you want to smoke, smoke. Just don't smoke near me. That's why I call it the sticky icky, man. It is the stick- stinky icky or sticky, sticky icky? I know it's been sticky, but it's stinky icky, too. There's nothing glamorous. And the one thing about all these uh, marijuana, was we lived in Venice. I mean, there was a marijuana. The men's clothing stores would go out of business, and the next day they would be a marijuana. Uh, they would have a beautiful showroom, and they'd have a couple of dopey-looking people standing there with big plastic jars selling weed in jars. In a, in a crappy little joint. Okay. There's nothing <clears throat> glamorous about weed. That's no, the thing. Man. You know, you go into a nice bar, in an in upscale bar, sure. and you order a martini, you know, it's a nice surrounding. You go into one of these dispensaries, it's like a bunch of dirt bags from the street are in there selling you dope. Well, that's what it is. Again, I'm not judging. I'm just making observations. That's what we do in this program. Because, you know, you, you go into a, an opium den. It's not Which exactly. I've never been in, by the way. I haven't been in one, but I've uh, seen them in movies. <laughs> okay. You go into a place where people are smoking dope. There's nothing. Look at in, in Amsterdam. There's nothing upscale or glamorous about people sitting there smoking dope, is there? No. Again, it, drinking isn't glamorous. I'm not trying to say drinking is great. But at least when you have a glass of wine, there's a little elegance to it rather than sitting around and passing the joint around. You know what I'm right. saying? Well, you, you, there's nothing glamorous about that. Sorry. Well, I mean, you know, there's just some elaborate bowls out there, and you know, the 16 yeah. tentacle bongs. Bongs. That's what I mean, man. But, but I mean, would you call it? Here now? Would you call it gl- classy? You. Like you can call drinking certain types of drinks classy or glamorous. You know how you call them that when they charge you twenty dollars for one? Yeah, exactly no. right. How <laughs> <laughs> much for it? You crazy? But, I'll, I'll have a Jaeger instead. <laughs> there you go. But I don't think that so anything that has to do with smoke. Well, okay. I'm even the vape no, places now. You know what? I have Who to vapes? say that that the <laughs> back vaping? in the '40s when they had the really long the the what do they call those the long cigarette the cigarette holder. holders and the glamorous ones. Remember when they. 
you know, the yeah. old school day, the Clark right. Gable days. And the women had the real long cigarette holders. And, and they, they held the cig- them like this. Yeah. Yeah. I have to admit that that was somewhat glamorous. But you never see anybody doing that anymore. Because everybody smoked in the movies back then. Yeah. You watch an old movie now on black and white. Everybody smoking. smoking. Right. You Even can't the do that kids now. in the living room are smoking. But anyway, enough about weed. <laughs> weed should be legalized. It should be heavily taxed, just like soda is. Just like cigarettes are. You know, just like booze is. Everything's taxed. So tax it. Make it legal. Just don't give me the nonsense that you can smoke a joint and go out there and not be buzzed or high. Because I could drink a glass of wine and go out and drink and drive too. But if you do, you're getting arrested. Well, no, exactly. I, I don't think that that's it, Tony, because I like my, my cousin who No, I know. Yeah, there are passed. people who can smoke a joke and a joint and not be high. Right. Just like there are people like you and I can drink probably a half a bottle of wine and not be over the legal limit. Right. But there are people who can't drink one drink. Absolutely. And they go out and drink, and they're drunk on yes. one hammered. drink. Yep. Yes. Hammered. Hammered. There now, are people who take one hit from a, a, a marijuana joint, and they're absolutely destroyed. I think that if Yet you get used to it. the same people who drink one drink and think they're okay to drive are the same people who take one hit of a joint and think right. they're okay to drive. It's not okay either way. Well, I don't want to make this. I'm not, this is not a show about well, the, no, There's also the not. difference between this isn't reefer madness, having by a the way, glass tonight. of wine <laughs> where you know that the alcohol content is going to be between 5 and 10%. And then Robin and says, know, no, that's not strong enough. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're like, checking up if you're not. Just we had some pizza tonight, right? Yeah. So what does Robin bust out? The golden monkey. The uh, golden so monkey. Tony, Tony, Tony says, I said, Tony, you want me to open something? Not for that it? funky monkey. I said, Tony, you want me to open something for tonight, meaning a bottle of wine, which we normally do on this program. Yeah, but I said, you know what? I, I got we Yangling. We're going to have a pizza. We're going we're to have a beer. So Tony and I have a Yangling. And Robin goes, well, if I'm going to have one, I got to open a bottle no, of no, kerosene. That's only America's oldest brewery. Now, I would not have normally opened the large bottle by myself, but that was the only type of beer that I like, and it's the only bottle and what's, that we and have. And what's the difference between golden monkey and a Yangling? Uh, just a few percentage rates. I, see, yeah. this, What's the <laughs> alcohol content in, in a, gold, a Golden Monk? A lot. I think it's like 12. It's a shade underneath, like, I don't know, Sterno. I, <laughs> 11 or 12 percent. It's a disgrace. It's the funny thing is, is that most people have never been out with Robin while she's ordered a beer. When she's a say, beer snob. No, it'll go, okay, okay well, you know, what, what are you going to have? I think I'll have a beer. Well, what do you have? And yeah. then it'll go to the menu. It's like, what is this too hoppy? And it's it's, it's twenty five minutes, and the waiter's going, "Let's freaking go!" No, there. no, no. I, it's really simple. Give me an me. Ort Leaves, all right? Hey, give me an Ort Leaves. <laughs> Pass me an Ort Leaves. It's very give me simple. A PBR, you right? look at the alcohol content, and you can usually tell by I can usually tell by an alcohol content of a beer that makes it better because it's sweeter. I like a sweeter beer. It's ridiculous. And Golden Monkey is fan freaking tastic. Who makes It'll that? Get Victory. Drunk. It will get you drunk. That's victory That's beer. That's victory yeah. brew. No, it is good. It's just there's it's a lot strong. of great beers out there, but to me, the whole IPA and the hoppiness thing, I don't need that. I don't need none of that stuff. Ain't nobody. I mean, Ain't nobody, nobody got time for that. Damn right. I do. Ridiculous. That's why I keep you home. But <laughs> locked up in the basement. <laughs> Stays in no, the house. But I, the, the point that I was trying to make <laughs> was that when you when you drink a glass of wine, you know approximately how much alcohol there is. Within a, a percentage or two but of nobody points. looks at a bottle and of wine and no, says, what's but, the alcohol you, content? No, but when you have a glass of cab, it's yeah. pretty much going to be the same amount Correct. of alcohol across Correct. the board. They haven't made extra ju- extra, right. extra high alcohol wine Exactly. And they so, will, though. Trust me. Oh, no. They, I mean, I'm sure port. Port is extra high alcohol wine. But it's very sweet. But it's nobody's drinking the more, a, a bottle of port. They're having a little yeah, sip of it at the, the end. The point is, is that, for the most part, the sweeter... The wine is the higher the alcohol content, except when it's red wine, when it's like 
Wait, we have breaking news. We have actually... breaking news already on the show. On Facebook, on Facebook Live here. Paul Fer- Ferreria checks in. He says he's listening live from the bleachers at Fenway Park on his earbuds. Oh, no, oh. That's Family good first. Job Family out of first him. is right. That's a good job. Out of him. Is he the monster? Is he near the monster? Is he near the monster? But I was trying to, the point I'm trying to make, I'm still trying to make this damn point. Well, we got people chumming in from Fenway Park, Robin. Yeah, that's true. That's breaking news. But what I, that if you smoke a joint, there is, at this point, there is no way to regulate how much stuff get you high. is going get to get you, you high. high. Every night. single joint is slightly different. Yeah, because and the marijuana is much more potent yeah, than it smoke, used to be. You, you smoke, you're smoking at Superman, even, what are you smoking? Even <laughs> if you, there's so many different strains that one time you get it, it's very strong. Another time you get it, it's not as strong. So there's no way to regulate it. It's not like you can now like, oh, if give I have the, just... Give me the menthol flavored, uh, give me the Parliament Lights. Yeah, let me right. get a Parliament Lights. <laughs> I mean, like, there's no Can way I get for a you Virginia to say. Slims, please. There's no way for you to say. Well, I'm just going to have two hits and I'll be fine. You don't know. Exactly. One day you can have one hit and it can be a, it can get you completely wasted, and another time you can have an entire joint and it does nothing. Why are we talking about weed and alcohol and uh, beer and wine? Because baseball stinks right exactly now. Exactly right. Because Tony. the Phillies. Have sent people to rehab. As I pointed out earlier today on Twitter, if you follow me at Tony Bruno Show, at Miss Robin Austin, at Luigi Curto, Phillies tweeted out that their starting left fielder, who got off to a pretty good start when the Phillies looked like they would be some semblance of a major league ball club uh, about a month and a half into the season, he got hurt. Former California, Los Angeles, Anaheim, Disneyland adjacent, Angel Great. But he was with the Dodgers last year, right? Who's that, Tim? The Phillies left fielder who went to, to start their rehab assignment today. Howie Kendrick. Yeah. Howie Kendrick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. was with the Angels. And I think he went to the Dodgers. But anyway, they, he's starting a rehab assignment in the minor leagues. And then I pointed out that Phillies fans mm-hmm. will be starting their rehab assignment a month, actually next Tuesday after this Memorial Day weekend is over. Absolutely. You heard about the rehab story. You're the one that told about it. I think that is so sad, speaking of rehab. I don't want to get into that now. Well, I don't I want to know, you know what we need to get into? The fact talk. that you and I are wearing the same damn shirt. That's what I we know. need to get into. I was wearing mine because I got stains on it and I was working today. I'm out, I'm out today. I come in and Tony, I was like, yo, Tony. He comes in and he's like, yo. And he comes downstairs. I'm like, really? <laughs> we got our big Texas barbecue. It's official, Tony. We have become one. <laughs> That's barbecue, it. Barbecue, beef, and bourbon, baby. FYI, for and those broads. of you. you and broads. And broads. For those of you who are a little bit confused and are looking at the video and going, what happened? What happened? Yes. Oh, we have rearranged the situation. Yes. The, uh, the Tony Bruno, Bruno Nation studio has undergone a slight yeah. reconfiguration sensation. By the way, we didn't spend one cent. Anybody <laughs> thinks that we've like upgraded? The, no. no. This is the same crappy row home in South Philly. Miss Robin just decided yesterday, while I was working on other important things, she was going to rearrange the furniture. It's like rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic, basically. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because this thing's you know, sinking anyway, no matter what we do. But sometimes you just, just get Just unplug a- the band and let's go. Exactly. <laughs> sometimes you just get a hair up your ass and you got to do it. One of these days, don't going to be like this with a mic cord. <laughs> when I get a hair up my ass, I do what I did last week and go off on somebody. Yes. Speaking of uh, <laughs> going off, go off on somebody. I, to, I think you need to go off on somebody in a little bit later on. Yes, Speaking I will. of getting, uh, going, getting off, going off on somebody, if you what would up? like to go off on us yes. and like to call in, please call us at... 717-363-TONY. That's 717-363-8669. Exactly. We got a lot of stuff. We'll talk some NFL, a lot of news. 
right? You got NBA playoffs, which have been for the most part unwatchable. Yeah, but now we're getting down to we have we it's to the we fast forward, we get down to the nitty gritty. Well, a week from tomorrow, which would be June first. Is when the NBA playoffs actually start. Well, LeBron and company still have to go to Boston one more time. They got it. They're, it, it you think the Boston no, Celtics no are coming back no, down done. from three one down? No, but they have to finish the series first. They can't just quit. Who's going to quit? No, I said we we can't just like fast forward to no, the final. No, Boston's it, been playing hard. I mean, they had a ten point lead in Game Three. They win a game, and and I and I ripped LeBron yesterday only because he did not tell the world that he was sick. In Game Three, when he when it looked like he mailed it in, yeah. Well, you see, eleven missing. points, and so I'm not gonna. I'm not one who likes to rip LeBron, but LeBron James, as we've seen a lot of players do during the regular season, they take nights off. I don't mean when they actually play. They just, uh, you know, we're gonna rest guys tonight. It's been happening all over sports, sure. Especially you know near the end of the season, you, the meaningless games. You don't want to play your stars. You give them a little rest, right? Mm-hmm. The Golden State Warriors are gonna have nine days rest from their last game where they swept San Antonio until they play game one of the NBA Finals. Next Thursday, June 1st, is when they start. No matter what happens in the Boston series, it's locked in stone, the start date. And we won't be watching that game because we will be at uh, Cantina Laredo for You're a fabulous right. tequila dinner, homeboy. June 1st, game one of the NBA Finals. Well, they'll be having it on in there. They have TVs and Cantina Laredo and King of Prussia. So we'll have that on, and we'll be sipping some quality tequila Wait, product. Which tequila? Do you remember which Chamuchos. one? Chamuchos. 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 Por favor. <laughs> Dose. Now we because of, because of us they sold out last time. Yes. So um, please, if you, go to if this, you are interested, make sure that you call in and put in and get your tickets now because um, there is no better deal around for the value, for the quality, and for the company. Well, and it's sixty bucks per person, and just the. The, just the tequila just alone. Just the tequila, the quality of tequila. And it's not like it's going to be pounding tequila. No. You'll learn about tequila. You'll taste the different varieties of the particular brand that they're pouring. Last time we did uh, what was Avion. Avion last mm-hmm. time. And people were like, wow. Yeah. Just the tequila drinks alone I know. are more than $60 because this is top shelf stuff. Well, because well, you, like not- last time we got the one shot at the very end that was what? It was like. Forty dollars per, per shot, shot, shot or something like right. that of the top end stuff. Yeah. So and that's not even even including the actual mixed drinks that right. you get along right. with every part of the meal. And then you get uh, like a four course meal where it's from soup to nuts, yeah. including dessert. So it's an unbelievable deal. Just even if you wanted to go out anywhere to try to spend sixty bucks per person to get a great meal and have a variety appetizers of appetizers w- paired with a drink. Exactly. Dinner. Paired with a drink. Anybody who's been to this knows that uh, we're not, you know, people say, oh, yeah, you're full of crap. There's no, th- and there's, no. there's no. We don't miss them. No, we've been, we've been to a bunch and of it's them like, now. It's, it is, it's one of the best. I look forward to these more than pretty much any other than my niece's wedding last weekend, oh. which was phenomenal. God. And we should, we should tease, though, by the way, that next week we are going to give away one seat to that dinner. One yes. seat. One seat. Well, two, well, two, seats. Well, two seats. Two seats. Unless but you're one, a loser loner a and you want to go alone. Like me last time. Exactly. I hate to do it to you, man. <laughs> Can't oh, believe no. you did it. Luigi, the only guy who went to the Red without a date. That's because my mother stood me up. Yep. And then went to the no, last no, tequila no, no, I went, with my, I went with my ex. My ex, we, we went to the Red Bull together. The, the first, the second time. The, the first time, time. No, the yeah. first time you got stiffed. Right. No, the first time we, the first time I got stiffed because my mother wouldn't even go. That's what I'm talking about, right. the first time. I didn't say every time. I said you didn't go the, to the first Red Ball because you couldn't, your mom stiffed you and you couldn't find a date. And then you didn't go to, uh, the last tequila dinner at Cantina Laredo. Well, I, I got breaking news, bro. We have breaking news? I ain't flying solo this time. You're bringing solo? What, what you bringing? I'm bringing something with me. 
You're bringing sand to the beach, as I'm we like to say. I'm bringing sand to the beach, absolutely. <laughs> well, it is Memorial I'm, Day I'm, weekend. It's going to be in the I'm, 60s. I'm bringing so. salt to the rocks, brother. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Wait, we finally got to meet the mystery uh, yes. woman? Just, well, yes, but not completely all the way. We'll, we'll talk about it. What do you mean not completely? We're, gonna, we we're not going to masterize. We not, know who the mystery woman is and We're not going to reveal her no. identity. No. But um, it's like a wrestler. By the way, I'm being called out. <laughs> what? Uh, William Cullen is saying Robin knows that each joint is different like snowflakes from experience. I didn't say that I've never smoked marijuana. I just say that when I have, I haven't enjoyed it. And there have been, like, I went 10, 15 years without smoking anything. And then I thought, well, maybe it was, you know, whatever. I'll try it again. And then I had similar experiences. And I, and I, I had, like, my back went out. And I was told that marijuana can really av- alleviate back pain spasms, which it did. I have to give it that. I, my back did feel better. I just want to say it again. I hate I just, wheat. I hate the smell. I hate the way it. it makes me feel. I don't care. I don't like the smell of it. I'm not going to sit around and smell like weed. Because there's one thing about cigarette smoke and weed. It just you hangs on you. smell like dope. When somebody smokes a joint, goes outside, you know, when you're in a restaurant or someplace, people come in, you can smell cigarette smoke on their clothes. But when somebody walks in and you can tell they just smoked a, a joint. It smells sour. It does. It's, it's nothing, nasty. Again, I'm not judging. I'm just giving you why yeah. I don't like it. It just doesn't do anything And just like when you are a cigarette smoker and you can't tell what you smell like, mm-hmm. trust me, when you are a marijuana smoker, you guys smell nasty. I'm just saying. Now, that's gonna, now all, you, all of our friends sorry, who are dopers are not going to join us now. Well, let's go to the phones. Maybe <laughs> let's, go to the dope let's go to the dope lines. Let's go to the dope lines. Amish Bot is asking who's screening the calls. I'm saying we don't have a screener. We're going, so we're, we're, the, we're going what, unprotected. The more accurate phrase is... We're like people on who's, Craigslist. Who's dumping the calls? Because they will be dumped if there's anything nasty on there again. Exactly right. Let's go to the phones. Let's now, go right. to the phones. Let's go to... Now, again, Tom, we have no call screener, so I'm just going to give out the area code and the first four digits. So it's okay. 513. 513? Where is that? I don't know. 413. You're on the air. Is it 413 or 513? 513, and then the next three digits are 413. Is that Colorado Springs? I don't know. We're going to find out. Today. What? What up, Bruno? What up, Miss Robin? What up, Luigi? What up? And especially a shout-out to my favorite listener, Jose from Millerstown. What up? What up? From, from the Natty. Well, oh, that's our buddy AJ in AJ Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Exactly. Soon we forget the area codes. I don't even know the area codes in the Philadelphia area anymore. I'm going to remember Cincinnati. All I remember is 215 610 609 and then uh, 310 in California, which is still my, my uh, phone number for my cell phone. It starts with area code 310. But there's like 800 area codes now. What's going on out there in Cincinnati, AJ? Uh, nothing much. Weather's uh, a bit cloudy outside, but here to talk some sports for right now before you know, I get into my thoughts on the NBA NHL and Marvin, make, Marvin Lewis making a clown of himself. I got to have some thoughts and prayers to the family of uh, Cortez Candy. Yeah, he passed away yesterday. Yeah. Boy, talk about starting news. Dominant player. And a great guy, too. I was lucky to meet Cortez Kennedy over the years and talk to him a bunch of times. 48 years old, one of the greatest players, not only is in Seattle Seahawks history, in NFL history, just an amazing guy. You know, when you wake up and, you you know, Roger Moore, God bless him, 89, you know, had a long, great life. You, were you surprised to hear Roger Moore, one of the original Saint and one of the Bonds? Yeah, but when you hear a guy 48 years of age. Young, man. 
dying of natural causes. Yeah. You're like, you know, when we heard about, uh, when you hear about a, a, a rock star dying, the first thing, unfortunately, you think of, oh, was it, was it self-induced? Was it, was it drug overdose? You know, unfortunately. Well, Chris, uh, Chris, why can't I think of his name right now? Um, from Soundgarden. Um, Chris Cornell, who Chris we just Cornell, saw yeah. last year. Chris, Chris Cornell, Robin. Yeah. Chris Cornell just passed away. Very first thing that we thought of was like, oh, gosh, what kind of drugs? And then it turned out to be suicide. Which yeah, and is, he hanged himself. God, you know, you just, it's, and he was young, too. He was, what, 48? Around that, yeah, yeah. around that age. So anyway, yes, I, I hear you, man. You know, there are, not that I'm saying that people killing themselves is not important, but, you know, that's a decision that you make. When I, when I heard that when somebody said Chris Cornell died, I'm like, he didn't die. He killed himself. Yeah. You know, uh, pl- people who die of cancer, people who die in their sleep of natural causes, they die. You die when you kill yourself also, but you take your own life. Yeah. I don't believe Chris Cornell was going to die the other night if he hadn't but I don't decided wanna, to do this. I don't think that we should discount I'm not dis- depression because that is an illness. No doubt about it, Robin. I suffer from depression. I understand yes. that. I don't, I don't, you know, people take things into their own hands and they right. kill themselves. That's not good. We talk about it on the show a no, lot. Anyway, let's get off of the depressing stuff. Let's get down to more depressing stuff. The NFL. Exactly. And your Cincinnati Bengals. And the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> All right, let's get down to the business. I got to give a bump, bump, bump on to Marvin Lewis. He, he did on, you know, the NFL, you know, relaxing laws on the uh, rules on the uh, NFL celebration. Thank God. We need more creativity. Creativity. It's hard to score touchdowns when defense, defense, when defenses are trying to clobber the quarterback's head. You gotta have a little fun. You gotta remember it's a kid's kid's game. I love you know the '80s when he had the fun, fun bunch and exactly. Billy White shoes Johnson. And that's one thing that surprises me about Marvin Lewis because here's the thing: the NFL has been called the no fun league for years, right? Right. And so, and Roger Goodell gets booed. Or he he gets guys bro hogs, right? And then. That means, like, hey, I'm having fun with the players who play in my league that I oversee. But he heard from the players. He heard from the fans. He heard from the television networks. Stop trying to make this sport, you know, stop trying to sanitize the sport. We don't want guys killing each other. But let guys have fun when they score. Don't celebrate a first down. But when you get a touchdown, what's wrong with, what's wrong with, like, celebrating? As long as you're not doing the throat slit or pulling out a machine gun, or doing any of that stuff. Now, a lot of people say, like, okay, their, their favorite players, their, their favorite player celebration was Barry Sanders. He just woke up and handed the ball back to the referee, act like you've been there before, You can right? do that. No, you can do that, right? But here's something else, though. People tend to forget, how much fun was it to tune in every time Terrell Owens scored a touchdown, or even your boy, Chad Johnson, over there in Cincinnati, to do a celebration? Because you wanted to see the creativity of these guys. Because it was, it was fun. It was theater, man. I didn't hate it. All they're doing is just making... The game more fun. They're not hurting anybody. Exactly. But let me stop you right there because one of the things about what those guys did is, yes, they were having fun, but they also found ways to market it. So that's what the league is try- was trying to stop for a while. You know, when you have some deal with a, a cellular phone company. Or Sharpie or something oh, yeah, like that. Exactly. That, that's wrong. You know, you can pre-plan a celebration, but not when you're going to, you know, you can use the ball as a prop. Like no. you can shake the ball and... I don't think you can use it as a hand grenade and blow people no, up no. in this day and age, pretending you're throwing a bomb into the crowd. No, but T.O. grabbing the cheerleaders' pom-poms and shaking, doing the yeah, popcorn. Yeah, that, that was great, man. Snow Angels in Green Bay. 
you know, the fun bunch, the old Washington Redskin guys. And that was a group celebration. Exactly. Not, they it's not one guy just going out to the middle of the, the middle of the field and slapping the football down on a star like Terrell Owens did when he was when he was. And as long Eagle. as you're not showing off the other team. And well, that was these, showing up the other team, right? No, there. but no, but no, but the fun bunch didn't show no, up. The no, other they team. didn't. But it was still that was like a, a choreographed dance that they did every single time that they got in the end zone. This is one guy just doing something. It takes thirty seconds. Let him go have some fun. Exactly. Man. Exactly. I don't see what the problem it's is. It's like every time I have sex, at the end, you have to celebrate. <laughs> when it's over. For that, no, that you've made it that far. <laughs> I mean, who celebrates? How are you, <laughs> I was just going to say, I was just going to ask. you got to spike the sex toy. You know spike what I'm saying? Spike the sex toy. <laughs> <laughs> you, take it, you, shoot, you shoot the, uh, the dildo over the, over the goalpost like a free throw? Is exactly that what you're doing right, man. We have an end zone in the uh, bedroom. Exactly. That's I go for the extra point after that, baby. <laughs> I'm always going for two. <laughs> I don't settle for one, brother. I go for the win. And it's never a fake. No, it's I never a fake. deep. No, it's, as student, they say. it's student body left, and it's going boom. all day. You it's just it. go boom, straight in the gut. Well, not really in the gut. It'd be a little lower than the gut. What you the know hell's what? going on? I don't know. Exactly. I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> that just took a turn, didn't it? On it always. <laughs> Oh, man. So no more no fun league. And Marvin Lewis, who's got all these guys who've had all kinds of problems, is worried about guys. What's he worrying about? Uh, what, what's his name? Pac-Man Jones killing somebody by going too far? I mean, seriously. What's he going to do? It's ridiculous, man. And they got Joe Mixon to worry about as well, Tony. Yeah, but what's Joe Mixon going to do? Grab a cheerleader and start smacking her around? Exactly. Well, I mean, it's we hope he does it. He well, I mean, judging from his past, not having a No, he better, he better be on his best behavior. If he's on his best, he, 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 he could be the steal. He's, no doubt he about it. Listen, home, and we all, good, but I'm just worried about, about you know, his, you know, past a little bit. No, I agree. And again, I'm, I'm one of these people who, you know, you make a mistake when you're a young kid. You move on and, and see. And you see if you learn from it. And people learn from it. Some of them don't. Some do. I hope Joe Mixon learns from it and, and becomes a great player because he's got all the talent in the world. Absolutely. And that's what you want to see. You want to see guys succeed, not be going in feeling that they're owed something. They're owed a chance. And he's got a chance. And he's got great ability, God-given ability. Not being owed. They're not, it's not even that they're owed a chance. They're given a chance. They're given an opportunity, Tony. These people, they have Yeah, but everybody who's a good athlete doesn't get a chance to make the NFL. No, but Joe was, is what I'm trying to say. The guy, yeah. these, guys, these guys that are like you know, quote-unquote rehab projects for, for, for NFL teams. They're given the opportunity to do so, so they're more likely to succeed is what I'm trying to say. Well, they should succeed. The I only thing stopping them is themselves. Now, what about the NBA playoffs? Are you uh, awake yet? Are you woke during these NBA playoffs? Because I can't stay awake. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, I can't see it. I'm trying to enjoy the NBA, but it's terrible. But I've loved the NHL. I'll end on a high note with the NHL. I used to live in Nashville for a year and a half. I adopted the Nashville Players. I'm so proud of this. They, got, they made it to the Stanley Cup final. I plan on being down there for game three next Saturday night in Smashville. Oh, I can't wait to see what's down on Broadway in second. I tried to warn Luigi when he went to Nashville not that long ago before the playoffs even got underway. I said, you're going to Nashville. I know you got to go to the Jack Daniels plant. I know you got to go to Opryland. Right. I know you got to go to the Grand Ole Opry, the Country Music Hall of Fame, the Johnny the Cash. You got to do that, but you got to go check out Peter Laviolette making ice magic with your Nashville Predators. Pekka Rene, who I told you was money, who went to the same hip doctor 
that my son AJ went to in Nashville. Well, the only thing I noticed in Nashville is it's like it's the the bachelorette party capital of America. What's it's wrong what, with that? Nothing. That's why they, that's why they named the stadium Smashville. I was like, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> it makes all the sense in the world, man. Now you know what's going to happen. The ratings are going to be low because Nashville doesn't have a national following, right? And so then the people say, "I say hockey sucks. Nobody watches it." So I, actually, what? I actually might tune in to see. I've never seen Nashville in a final. What the hell? I'll go check out the game. Well, nobody has actually. That's what I mean. I, that's what I, it's, nobody's ever seen them in a final. It's the first time for them for them to be in. I'd like to check it out. No, and you know Pittsburgh. Obviously, that's the the, the the NHL playoffs. I mean, look at Nashville. They're an eight seed. An eight seed is going to the Stanley Cup Finals. That's what's great about sports. And there's no decided home ice advantage. You know, like we see in other sports. But you're seeing actually not just hockey. You're seeing a lot of sports where the home court, the home field, the home ice doesn't matter like it used to. And I remember back in the day, like you go into a place like the Spectrum in Philly, I mean, that was home ice advantage. You go into the Boston Garden or Montreal, you know, the Forum. Same thing with the Celtics, you know, in the old buildings because mm-hmm. those buildings rocked. Now these places are all big, a lot of corporate people sitting around, and they get loud, but not like the old days, man, where the, See, where the think- crowd, the home crowd, actually helped the team I've never, the home team win. I've never had the pleasure of sitting into well or the well, actually the pleasure, yeah, of sitting in the spectrum to see a Flyers game. Now I've seen an NBA game in there, but I've never seen a Flyers game in the spectrum. So I can only imagine what, what you're Oh yeah, what, those buildings were tiny and they were, you know, the, the acoustics weren't good and it rocked. And uh, you know, because they're bigger, better buildings, you don't have the same ambiance. So, so that's that's why you're seeing, you know, team eight seeds and you know, we saw the Golden State Warriors as an eight seed not that long ago. Right, make the uh, one win in the first round, not win the championship, but you know, knock off a one seed in the first round. So that's the kind of stuff that makes sports interesting. But the bottom line with the NBA Finals, I mean, you could write down in last September, actually last July, you could pretty much pencil that it the in. Golden State yeah. Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers were favored to go to the NBA Finals. In fact, Las Vegas, there are people who probably I don't even know what the what the money line was on the series between the Celtics and uh, and, and Cleveland. But you had to lay at least ten grand, because who, who would take a bet on the money line to win the series, and not have to lay a ridiculous amount of money? Well, I don't know. I don't know what the series was for. It had to be ridiculously no, high. No, 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 no. Boston. It, it, Boston had no shot. No shot. They were the one seed, Tony. You have to give them respect for that. So there's no respect. Gamblers don't care about respect. I understand it, but what I'm tra- yeah, but money lines do. So what I'm trying to say to you is that if any, I, I don't know what it was offhand, but I guarantee you it probably wasn't more than like maybe Cleveland minus one thirty-five. No, no, I'm not talking about per game. I'm talking about the yeah, series. Yeah, for the series. There's I re- no way yes. it was that, man. Yep. Are you crazy? Yep. Minus 135? I'll see if we can find it real quick. I yep. guarantee you guys would bring in suitcases. Suitcases of cash. I'm going to bring it up. <laughs> You're not going to lay $135 to win 100 on the. There's no sure bet in sports. It had to be. I remember when the Cleveland Cavaliers, were, when regular season games were minus $2,000 on the money line. Minus two grand on a regular season NBA game. I understand that, but this isn't a regular season game. This is for a series. There's no way they were minus 135. I'm getting it right now. Hang on, homie. I will give you a billion dollars if they were one, minus 135. All right. A billion dollars. Let's see what I got. Hold but on. Monopoly money, of course. Yeah, of course. Right, Tony. Of course. There's not even a billion dollars in a Monopoly game, is there? I don't know. I usually got a billion after I'm done stealing it from playing the bank. Exactly. What's the actual total? I, there is an actual total number of, of dollars. Like how much in money the, is in is a normal in game. The game? It's like yeah. fifteen thousand one hundred something dollars. It's not. More, it's not more than fifteen grand. I know, but that's they're they're basing that on nineteen fifties uh, money. 
Okay, the n- amount of money in a... M- oh, look at you. 15 grand? 15,100. Well, at least you got one thing right tonight. Wow, look at that. <laughs> I'm getting it. That was impressive. On. Thank you, Robin. AJ, who do you like in the NBA Finals? Uh, I, I'm, I'm hoping it's Cavs and Warriors. I, I think Cleveland gets it done tomorrow night. They, Boston had their chance last night to even up the series, but thank God LeBron woke up in the second half because he had, uh, you know, six bad quarters in a row going back from game three, only 11 points. Yeah, but he was sick in game, that game three. Game you know what? Last, and he had 4,000, only 10, and, and he came up big in the second half of 24. But Kyrie was the man. Oh, yeah, Kyrie Irving. They had 48 points together in the second half. Kyrie Irving and LeBron James combined for 48 points, and Kyrie Irving's doing it on a bad ankle. So we know that Cleveland's deeper. Boston, you know, even without their best player, they hung in there. They won game three, you know, but they're not the better team. Boston's Boston's actually looked better without Isaiah Thomas on the floor. I know, and, and, and Isaiah Thomas missed two games. They won one without him, and then we're up 10 without him in game four. But Cleveland's a better team. The better team is going to win eventually. Not just the better, just the and, and guys aren't going to go, you know, what's his face? Is not going to shoot seven three-pointers. Who's the dude up there in Boston? Marcus that Smart. Marcus Smart's not going to make seven threes no, hell no. every night. You know, he's a good player. But you can't rely on a guy like Marcus Smart to carry you. You can have a good night. You get open looks. You make it. You get hot. You make baskets. You find a way to win the game. But, you know, they were up 10 last night. The, the, uh, <laughs> Sorry about that, Tom. All right, AJ. You know, it's gonna, there's no doubt it's going to be uh, no Golden State. In, in fact, pencil in Golden State and Cleveland again next year. I don't want to get too far ahead of the game. You know how people do their mock drafts or the mock NFL drafts the day after the NFL drafts are over? I'm going to tell you next year's NBA Eastern Conference and Western Conference final finalists right now. The Cleveland Cavaliers and the Golden State Warriors. Go bet it right now. AJ, appreciate you checking in, buddy. Yeah, thanks, Tony. There he is, the great AJ. I love it, talking to Tony. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, excited. Can you blame him? I'll tell you right now, though, for game four, I mean, I'm sorry, for the next, for game uh, five, game five, (laughs) Cleveland's minus 1,200 money line. Boom. And that's, where's that game being played? It's in Boston. In Boston. But that's because it's 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 the clincher, man. It's I know it is. But don't tell me that the series line was that affordable. I don't it's not so. possible, Luigi. Every sharp in the world I would be mortgaging their homes and their cars. I just wanted to I would have done I'm it. Still trying if to it find was it. minus 135, I would have taken a home equity loan. <laughs> and I would have taken the entire value of my home and put it on the Cleveland Cavaliers in the series. There is no surer bet in sports. Than that, no sure about. I'm not saying that there wasn't. I'm just, I just can't see him being more than I don't know. Like I said, two to one when the series opened. No, it was much more than that. I don't know. Well, let's go. To, let's go to the phone. Let's see what else. Let's go else. back to the phones. I don't want to have people call you and rip you, Luigi, because you're a man who plays fantasy sports. Yeah, and, by and the, knows a little bit my, about this stuff. And my man Kelly Olynyk helped me cash very nicely last night, by the way, because I've been I've been cold on Fanduel, but we brought the winnings back up. Speaking later. of uh, cashing yeah. you in last night. Did you cash you outside, bro? Uh, let me check. By the way, I'm going to play something that has profanity tonight on the show. But it, it, <gasps> Tony so Bruno. This is viewer this is discretion shocking. advice. But it works perfectly because it's a good friend of mine, actually. You ready for it now? He uttered these famous words. So we got a little remix now of our good friend, the chick from, uh, what show is she on? Dr. Phil? Yeah, Dr. Phil. The chick from Dr. Phil 
and the great state senator John Burton, the head of the Democratic Party in the Golden State of California, friend. and a good friend that we've broken bread with. Yep. At the Restaurante Umbria, no longer now closed in downtown San Francisco. They closed it. Yeah. Why? Why, Julia? Close Shut it? it down, baby. The uh, city of San Francisco was not uh, friendly, friendly to businesses. Ugh. Punishing businesses for doing a job. Yep. So but sad. that's another I'm topic for another. By day. Exactly. But let's go to a Kelly Olenek last night <laughs> and reaction after Kelly Olenek helped Luigi in his stupid one-day fantasy basketball crap in Game Four, where his team lost. Yes. But his one player won for him. Correct. Let's go to the tape. Catch me outside. How about that? Hey, shut the fuck up or go outside, all right? <laughs> That's great. For those of you who do not know... <laughs> I rewrite myself just one more time. Hey, shut the fuck up or go outside, all right? That's great. Okay, that, <laughs> that is quintessential John Burton. John Burton, Senator John Burton. He John is. Burton is, is and, and that's the way he talks oh. all the time. I mean, we, I, we had lunch with him, and we'd be sitting in this restaurant, <laughs> a crowded restaurant, and he would drop F-bombs. He didn't care because it's it just oblivious to him. Yeah. It's not that he's trying to be crude. No. It's not that he's trying to be it a It is jerk. part of his vocabulary. Absolutely. He has, he has the filthiest mouth, and he's 84 years yep. old now, God And I think it's him. gotten worse. I mean, oh, I he's think, gotten worse. I think the, he might have been, at some point, been able to use this filter. There is no filter no. anymore. Everybody thinks Trump is not filtered. Oh, John Burton makes Trump look like Mother Teresa <laughs> when it comes to stuff that he like says. Gandhi. <laughs> Gandhi. Gandhi. He even speak. <laughs> now, Trump, I've, we've all heard him say some stuff. But he doesn't get but up I in front I, of a whole convention of people. I don't think I've ever heard. And a couple heard... of hecklers. Could you imagine if Donald Trump, in front of a group of hecklers, grabbed the microphone and said this? Oh, man. <laughs> One more time. One more time. Hey, shut the fuck up or go outside, all right? <laughs> <laughs> How does that even happen? <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I know. Um, I can't say. All right, we're not going to play it anymore. I know it's, uh, it's profanity. I won't say those words, but because it was actual news. Yeah. I mean, he did this at a convention in Sacramento it's last week. It's great, though. As he's got a bunch of protesters behind him. He's sitting there trying to speak, and they're all, bro, bro, bro. He's like, shut up and go outside. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, Poppy. That's what I say, Senator. All right, let's go. We get John Burton on. We got to get him on a show one we night. We should. We get everybody on. We not, got not, Rico Brunia last week. He was great, man. We know everybody. Speaking of Rico Brunia, Rico was texting Tony all week. <laughs> <laughs> because he obviously went back and listened to the show after we had him on as for a great interview. The interview was like 30 minutes. It's a fantastic yeah, it interview if you want to go back and Charlie listen to Charlie Rose it. doesn't sit down in a dark room for no, 30 minutes not. with anybody. But Rico obviously went back and listened to the entire podcast. Of too, when that and, show's on. And, and, <laughs> Did you ever watch Charlie Rose at like midnight? Yeah. The guy's like, I know he doesn't do it at midnight because he gets up and does the right. CBS morning show too. That show has the least amount of energy of anything oh, I've I ever know. seen. Oh, I know. It's just it's very monotone. I want to hurt myself. And he's a brilliant guy. And oh, he has he some is. great he interviews. He has great interviews. But anyway, Rico was texting Tony all week about the romp rompums. The romper rompums. 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 And he said that uh, then he and Tony decided that they're going to get a matching. No, matching I said we should get matching rompums. And I'm still, <laughs> the op- I'm not going to pay for them. Let me just say this right now. If some rompum manufacturer out there wants to do an exclusive summer deal, <laughs> Tony Bruno Show. We will help promote the product <laughs> as only we can here. You're going to send them? And how ironic um, is it that last week we showed a picture 
of uh, Sean Connery, the original James Bond, James Bond, I know. wearing a rompum back in the Thunderball days. Or was that was that from Thunderball? Or was it for Golden? Golden. Oh, it looks good on you, though. Yeah, it, exactly. it will look good on me. I'm man enough no. to wear it. I will no. wear it with you, man. I don't care. No, I rock out. I don't give a okay. shit. Okay, no, Robin. can I? Can I? Because I know Guys, one thing calls. about rompums and rompers for girls. Romper. One yeah, one piece her. suits. Yes. You need to be incredibly waist skinny. Like you cannot have. Are you saying any... I'm a fat pig? No, I'm just saying <laughs> that you say... are not. I'm not a fat pig like the PPA the guy from the Philadelphia Parking Authority who's been stalking the neighborhood, giving out tickets like they were. I don't even know what to compare it to. Oh yeah, we should have had a videotape. On I had to rip the Tony mayor of Philadelphia earlier. today on Twitter, Mayor Jim Kenny, a city that enforces no laws except one: <laughs> parking, homes. parking, and not only enforces parking laws, which incorrect. I think that they should. Yes, it's not about I got a ticket because I was illegally parked. I got a ticket because I was legally parked. Yeah. I understand you're not following any laws that are already on the books. That seems to be cool these days. Don't follow the laws that we already have on the books. But let's get a parking authority where some of the people, not all of them, because I know a couple of the parking authority well, people. Well, the one lady that comes around here. Yeah, the, she's the really she's nice. nice. Yeah. And even she knows she, the rules. Yeah, a lot of they hire people. So they don't even know the we, rules that they're enforcing. We have we have received our second ticket on the scooter parked right outside our front of our house, yes. and we have been told multiple times, and it is on the on city, my damn sidewalk. It is on the city information that if your scooter is parked on your own sidewalk in front and of your own house, it's not blocking the right of way of people. Then to walk it is by. legal. And it is exactly that is exactly where it is, and it has been for the last I'm, year. Let me just say this right now to the city of Philadelphia and Mayor Kenny: I will not pay this ticket ever. And then you're going to start sending me notices because I get notices already from a ticket that we unjustly got two years ago in Center City I when that. we were in the right again. Not only one ticket, two tickets on the same scooter at the same time, man. Yep. And there's nothing good about two that. Two chicks at the same well, that's, time. That's two chicks at the same time. Acceptable. Two tickets, which is illegal to do. I know. You you're, can't, you can't you're not allowed. Right, you can't double ticket some. If you have a car and you, and you parked illegally, now if you're blocking a fire hydrant, or, the, they I can thought, tow you away. You, but if you just like, uh, the meter goes, you know, you, you overstay the meter. Well, guess what? You just got a free parking spot for the rest of the night. It is what it is. Yeah, you, you just leave the ticket, ticket on it. there. They can't put another ticket on. So they gave us two tickets on the scooter two years ago. Incorrectly. We, we challenged it. They said, yeah, you're right. We thought they said we were right because we were in the right of way. Because Robin went to go get her hair did on this really wide street, and she asked the owner of the of the salon if she could park the scooter because there were no street spots by the scooter. And I asked a police officer. They said yes, that is legal as long as it's okay with the with the owner. It was. And this is a wide sidewalk yeah, where you're even. not even close to right. blocking anybody's right of way. So then I got the one and then the two within a four hour time span, and I fought it and I got a letter stating that. I was correct. It was going to be alleviated. Then more than six months later, I get another letter saying, uh, you haven't paid it and you are now past due. When I called to say, um, it was taken care of. I was told that I didn't have to pay it and it was expunged. They said, well, you can't fight it anymore because it's now past the six months. I actually have audio from that phone call. Let's go to the tape. Hey, shut the fuck up and go outside, all right? <laughs> <laughs> which is basically what, is, which is basically what Robin was having to deal with the whole time. But here's the, here's the thing that bothers me. Again, if I if I'm illegally parked, 
Give me a ticket. I pay it. I paid a million tickets. Exactly. When I and I'm wrong, give me a ticket. I don't want. I don't want. I'm not above the law. Right. I'm not a politician. That's the thing. It's like it's not like you 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 willingly did something wrong and then got a ticket. And we're like, and I'm mad because oh my God, I got it's a my fault. Right. I'm not the victim. I'm the victim here. And here's the problem: with the PPA does. The Philadelphia Park, they have shows about it. It's a national embarrassment. Parking wars. You know, people think the sports fans in this town are an embarrassment. Nothing's a bigger embarrassment to Philadelphia. <laughs> Timmy Galligan on, on Facebook checks in. He goes, four hours to get your hair done? Jesus, Robin. That's it wasn't just me. That. It was me and my daughter. Oh, uh, okay. There's yeah. two chicks, man. But anyway, two chicks at the same time. When you're in the right, and then they send you, and then I get a thing. They keep sending me stuff on those tickets. That one, <laughs> that now they're running, you know, they're, now they're going to. Now they're going to garnish my wages. Don't worry, Tony. You can't triple stamp a double stamp, so you'll be fine. Don't worry. So now they, now they start threatening you. We have a way to garnish. We're going to garnish your wages. You what wages? Do, you ain't doing jack, homeboy. You come to my house, Mayor Kenny. I want you, the DA who's in, who should be in jail and is not, I will never pay you one single solitary cent of any of my tickets that are unjust. You can keep sending me notices. You can threaten me. You come here and arrest me. Bill, Mayor Kenny, Jimbo, you come to my house with police and arrest my ass. That's the way you'll see one goddamn cent of my money. Corrupt. Go raise the damn soda tax some more. Go punish people for smoking cigarettes. Go punish the hardworking taxpayers who keep this godforsaken city going, who don't get any services anymore for being overcharged with taxes, who don't get their streets cleaned, who don't get anything done that the government is supposed to do. Who don't fix potholes that cause your cars to get broken up and there's nothing you can do about it. That's what the government's job is. Fix the damn streets, clean the damn streets, and get the hell out of my face. Or as a great Democratic state senator from California would say to you, Jim Kenny, if he was here with me right now, my good friend John Burton. Oh, I need to hit this tone? Jesus. <laughs> Christmas. Hey, shut the fuck up and go outside, all right? That's what I'll say to you when you come to my door, Jimbo. You come to my door or send one of your henchmen, one of your slime bag local committee men. I got your back, bro. Don't worry. I will lay a smackdown on them like you haven't seen since Move back in the day. You should get your behind kicked. Damn right. Laying a smack down like the rock? <laughs> like the rock. <laughs> First the time ever. The Brahma Bowl, bitch. <laughs> First time ever, I'm going to try to fight this the normal way, and well, hopefully... Resi- I'm be- resisting paying any tickets. You want to join the resistance? I want everybody to join the resistance. Jeff Nebr- Resist paying any Jeff kind Nebr- of fines. Jeff okay. Nebrakowski on Facebook goes live from the roadhouse. It's the Tony Bruno <laughs> Show live. <laughs> So many many comments. Steve Krause says, I feel like I should stand up and applaud like a State of the Union. Chip Reederson says, if you see Mayor Kenny through the peephole, shake up a two-liter bottle of soda, open the door, and spray his ass. What did the president call the terrorists? Uh, Evil losers. Uh, I was going to say this is a joke. They're evil losers, and the PPA is evil losers. And Jim Kenny is an evil loser. Timmy Galligan says, next time the show is canceled, we'll know why Tony will be in jail. I will do. I'll go live from the jail. I'll get you out, bro. Don't worry. I'll have my. I'll have people outside screaming, "Attica!" Listen, Attica. Johnny Cash went live from Folsom Prison. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Bruce will go live from the Roundhouse. I'm going to go live from Eastern State Penitentiary, <laughs> in Al Capone's vault. That's where I'll do the show live. Oh, from. we should do that. I know that would be awesome, man. That, that would, would be, be awesome. awesome. Yeah. 
I can arrange that. Can you I, make can, I can make that happen. Can we, they love me in I don't know if I can do it from the roundhouse, but I can. Can we get can, internet there? Oh. <laughs> the spirits will be strong. Yeah. I like that. I want to do that. Can we do it? That would be we awesome. Should. We should do no, that. No, no, I'm not kidding. Like, can we, we do it like in the middle of the night? No. Do a special no, no, midnight no. Yeah. showing? Nope. Yeah. Nope. I told you I've spent. Nope. Nope. Hell no. I went on your goddamn roller coaster. I am not going to your haunted mansion, bro. It ain't a haunted mansion. It's Eastern State Penitentiary. Just well, because it's dark, is it gonna, it's going to be more haunted than during the daytime? Robin and I were yes. featured on one of those ghost shows on at Eastern State Penitentiary. Oh, uh, yeah. Remember that? Nope. Anyway. Stuff, man. Let's just go to the phones. And let's, let's go back to the phone. Yeah. I had to get that off my chest. Get some reaction. Yeah, yeah. Man. Let's go to the reaction lines. Tell it to the mayor. Give me a call right now. Tell it now. to the judge. Tell him that's what you're going to tell it to. So 215-817. You're on the air. <laughs> we got no call screen at Holmes. Let's go to the phones. Hello. Hello. Who's this? Oh, and that was that was another epic rant. Thank That's you. That's two weeks in a row. I tell, I feel like Frank Luntz. I'm going to come out Frank here. Luntz. Frank Luntz. We're going to have a focus you're, you're group. No, I'm going to give him a roar round of applause for Frank, Frank Luntz. 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 Frank. And he's got a bad hairpiece, by the way. It's terrible. All the money this guy makes being a upholster, <laughs> whatever the hell he is. That's what happens when you go to Maury's Wigs. I mean, it doesn't look good, but don't bad fall Bad rug, off. man. Frank, upgrade the rug, pal. I could say that as a bald man. Upgrade your rug. <laughs> Wait, I have to. Steve Krause, another one. MSNBC locked up primetime special with Tony Bruno. <laughs> locked up. I'm trying to think of the closest Sorry. prison. We never did that. Who is this? <laughs> Hello? Guys, it's it's Brad from Connecticut. I I tweeted you guys earlier. Hey, I got to do it. First time, long time. Yeah, a double a double welcome to you, my friend. But I'm not going to hang up and listen just yet. Is yeah. uh, Senator Chris Murphy up there outraged about anything tonight <laughs> that I missed? <laughs> I gotta play it again. I don't give a shit. Uh, hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <and go> outside, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna wear this thing out. But <laughs> yeah, you already have. All right, that's all right. No, I don't no. like bad words like that. That's not in my vocabulary. You made me do it. I think both Murphy and Blumenthal are, are looking to be caught outside by a lot of people up here. But, you know, hey, again, this isn't a politics show. No, it's not. You I have. call out all politicians, by the way. I don't care about I mean, the thing in Philadelphia is that it's been a Democratic city for 50 years. So it's not like I'm picking on one party. There is no other party in this town. <laughs> they run the city. You know what I'm saying? So it's the, so the people well, in charge. What, when, everybody's, when somebody's in charge, those are the people I pick on. I'll tell you what the the Hartford government took a took a page right out of the book. They they want to do the soda tax up here too. Yeah, I mean it's you know again, does it does it discourage people from drinking soda? I don't know. It discourages people from buying soda in the city yes. when there's other like here in, in Philadelphia, Delaware is a twenty minute ride. New Jersey is a ten minute ride. So people will go across state lines. And buy their soda. It could be in Ben Salem in five minutes. Yeah, you go outside of the city. Correct. It's only the city of Philadelphia, Philadelphia County. That's crazy. So people will find ways to beat the system. So how is that helping? I don't know. I mean, I went, we were in this Acme last week, and I don't buy soda. You know that. And there was a bottle of 7-Up. On sale for 99 cents. No, on sale for $1. Yeah. Then it said, plus the soda tax, 63 cents. So basically, $1.63 for a bottle of soda. And again, is soda good for you? No. But they charge anything that has sugar in it. It's not just soda. Gatorade is taxed. Iced tea. Iced tea. Anything that contains... Does, uh, does cranberry juice have uh, sugar in it? Cranberry it cocktail on, does, I Yeah, believe. cranberry cocktail So does. now when I have a vodka cran, even though I'm not drinking soda, I'm being penalized for buying my cranberry juice in Philadelphia. You know what that is? President Obama once said it. 
You got it, Tom? Yeah. It's an outrage. Exactly. It's a national outrage. I'm sorry. I have no more politics. It's not really politics. It's speaking for the people. I'm not <laughs> defending any political party. I'm not running for office. I'm talking for the people out there. I've been a man of the people my whole life. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I'm not like the dean of, at Yale who goes into, a, uh, into an Asian restaurant and starts cursing people out. I don't do that stuff. Well, sometimes people don't want to the shoes off, man. It is what it is. Ridiculous. What's going on tonight, man? Guys, I I wanted to check in because, hey, it's Memorial Day weekend, and I'm actually driving back to the Philly area. I have most of my family in the Philly area. And uh, I'll tell you what, I made made a little road trip up to New Hampshire last weekend, and I have a lot of nice fireworks. And uh, I can't wait. Now I wanted to in Acme. They have them in the act. Now the supermarkets have fireworks in them. Speaking of fireworks, Tone, we're going to see some fireworks over no. the weekend. Yeah, we're going to go down with Captain Walt. Correct, Captain Walt Bone on the on the Patriot Harbor Seriously, line. If you are in the Philadelphia area, not Captain Noah. There not is not Captain Noah. No, no, but there is no no better place <laughs> to watch the the fireworks than on the boat with Captain in right Walt. in the middle of the Delaware Patriot River. Patriot Harbor lines. Seriously, exactly. got the glass enclosure. You got the yeah. wines getting poured. It got a, they man. got a full bar in there, and you get to see, you know, the New Jersey right across the river, the SS United, yeah, USS United States. You get to go up close and personal. Captain Walt does a great job. Robin and I have done it a he's million times. He's listening, time. actually, right? I'm just I'm seeing he's commenting. And you go, and now, so what's the website to go if you want to book a trip? Because the boat's in the water. Two boats. He's got the Patriot. And he's got the, uh, what's the second one now? I always get them confused because the bigger one's out last year. If he's, he's listening, hopefully he'll tell me. <laughs> we have the certificates. We're going to give away some. Now, the fireworks is on Sunday night, right? Are on Sunday night fireworks, yes, right? Yes, 830. It's the 830 cruise. So the 830 Philly cruise. by Boat is, phillybyboat.com is where you go to actually book your cruise it's and you can purchase the tickets and all that. The um, Liberty and the Patriot. Yes. The two boats down there right near the, uh, the Hyatt Hotel. Is that a Hyatt or a Hilton? Hi- Hi- it's a Hilton now. Hi- it used to be a Hyatt. Hi- Right down on Penn's Landing, right there near the uh, where they where they actually do a lot of uh, craftsmanship and make boats, right there by the Seaport Museum on the Delaware River right. in Penn's Landing, right near the uh, Spruce Street Harbor Park where you mm-hmm. walk through and there's all kinds of great stuff, food and people just enjoying the night out. Hipsters, hipsters, even uh, great restaurants down there too, Tom. Not Absolutely. just hipsters. I mean, there's white trash. Oh yeah, plenty of white trash. <laughs> Everybody's there. It's not. It's not. This no, is a diverse it is a crowd. great, great little area now. <laughs> now the, <laughs> I'm, I'm so the com, or you can even actually get there through visitphilly.com. Exactly. If it's you, a great, great Patriot, thing. Patriot Harbor. Captain Lines. Wall takes care of business. He's great. They do the booze cruises. They do the sunset cruises. Yeah. Take you and your and lady the, out actually, there. Actually, he just said that he's going to have to run a boat and call it bootleggers. Just yeah. For us. Or bootlickers if, boot you, if, if you're in a political party, you go down there and. Uh, anyway, our, so uh, so what, so so you're coming down to Philly for the. I you know I, you know when I realized this was Memorial Day weekend. What do you got, bro? This afternoon when I looked at the calendar, <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, it's May 23rd. Oh, it must be next weekend. It's this weekend. I did not realize no, I that. I'm I'm working anyways. It doesn't matter to me. To be no, working Memorial Day going, week? We going are going, yes, but I'm going right from work. <laughs> That's the difference. Your ship will be sinking by the time. Damn you right get it will there, be. Pal. You'll be half mast. You'll be three <laughs> sheets of the, the mast. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll be raising the jib hand, though. Don't worry about that. Now, how was New Hampshire? What were you doing in New Hampshire? Did you no, go to I, Southern I New Hampshire University? I ran a, a marathon last weekend. No, I was not. On, not I didn't get on the bus. But, I love no, those I was, commercials, I was by the way. Through. I was passing through. 
I love those commercials for Southern New Hampshire University. I've never seen it. The one with the bus comes around because pe- it's a, it's a, yes. it's oh, and it picks people up. No, no, it no, gives no. Them their, their they give them their diploma. Their so diplomas. you do it online. You you take the classes online. You graduate, and then the commercials where they bring the the bus to the neighborhood, and they and the and the the adult. It could be a, an old person. And there's one where the dad gets his diploma finally, and, and the, the little, little son boy, says, yeah. "Congratulations, Congratulations Daddy. Daddy." I mean, that gets me all <laughs> the time when I, I see know. that. Aww. Yeah, it's awesome stuff, man. Save Good it. stuff. I'm about education. Yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't have one, but I mean, I, you know, it's too late for me. Still about it though, you know. <laughs> no, there, there was that one like she was like a little old lady. She yeah. got her diploma. It's never too late, Tony. No, kids, like you see a lot of these where the parents go back to school mm-hmm. and they wind up graduating with their kids. Yeah, which good commercial stuff. is that one? There's a commercial yeah. where. Nothing like playing beer pong with your kids. No, no, no. There's a commercial. Hey, I did a keg stand when my son Chris yes. graduated yes, college. Did. I got pro- photographic proof. Shirtless keg stand. Upside down. It's because you're the machine, bro. I am. I, well, no, you know, Burke Kreischer's the original. Yeah, machine. but you. Yeah, but no, I think I'm like the, the machine. You're like the diesel engine. Is what uh, you are. <laughs> <laughs> He's the nuclear. What is that? Is that I you, Robin? Oh. We have Studio an alert. Studio disconnected. Uh oh. What happened? Um, hold on a second. Is this a test of the emergency broadcast system? Yeah. No. Um. What suddenly, happened? hold on. Hang on. I everybody. saw a, a yellow triangle appear on the screen. Um. I don't think that we are live for a second. So now you can still hear us, right, no. Brian? Nope. Everybody's. Oh, wait a minute. Uh oh. Did <laughs> we go to AOL? Yeah. Everything's off. Everything's off. I think the internet messed up. We're still broadcasting here, Robin. Have we been hacked by Russian hackers? Are we on dial-up? Yeah, we're on dial-up right now. Seriously, what just happened? That was me. That was a sound effect, or yeah, I was playing that sound. No, I was playing. That. Oh, okay. I was wondering. I didn't. No, know the caller is still. No, everything is. No, went. everything. Everything. The. But I'm still rolling. I think we just off. blew up the internet, as somebody once said. Yeah. Seriously, we did. Hang on. By the way, I got to give a shout. Well, she can't hear us right now. No, right? internet. Internet just went down. Do you want me to reload? No, internet went down. Like. So. Can you get uh, Bill Gates on, on the phone or? Who Al Gore. Al Gore. I mean, he invented the damn internet. That's right. Hey, listen, the, the internet might have went down, but the recorder's still recording, so we still So we're still recording. Let's exactly. keep going now. You know what we can do, Tony? Um, why don't we... We can take our five-minute intermission now, because we are up against... Yeah, let's, right do yeah let's do that. Okay. We'll get the thing rebooted. We'well, uh, we'll do Control-Alt-Delete. Correct. <laughs> Control-Alt-Delete. And then we'll reboot. Control-Alt-Delete. We'll do a reboot. We're going to do a hard, hard reboot. Boot. Hard boot. We'll, we go, we'll go into DOS first. DOS. We'll go into DOS. DOS. We'll wait for the screen to go black. We'll wait for that little dot to start beeping again. Uh-huh. And then we'll come back. I like it. Got to see the two phones hooking up. That's exactly what I like. right. Beautiful. Man. That's coming up on the podcast. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. And now on with the show. Two trailer park girls go round the outside, round the outside, round the outside. We've got a bogey. I'm on the way. Two trailer park We're back. Go round the outside. Our buddy Joe Corrado not here tonight, but he is active on Twitter sending memes of Dr. Phil. Not Dr. Dre. No, Dr. Dre. He ain't back. We're back. Corrado not here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Somehow he's uh, become a masochist now. He sits at home and watches the Phillies games. Why would you do that to yourself? Why would you subject yourself to that right now? By I mean, the way, we're back, and the internet, 
I don't know what happened. Maybe you have it to was... apologize to uh, Brad for him being cut off all of a sudden. Yeah, all of a sudden, I, I thought maybe Mayor Jim Kenny came in and cut the uh, cable. He cut, cut the, the cord. Off. He yes. cut the cord. I had it up for you sons of bitches. <laughs> Sit there and track. Go back to where you were. What happened? What happened? I don't know. I've been here. I haven't gone anywhere. So Russia cut the uh, internet, or they hacked our uh, feed. But now we're back. I really don't know what happened. It just like went, boom, gone. <laughs> He gone. I heard a dial-up sound. I thought maybe we were back on AOL. No. <laughs> but we're not. So I want to thank everybody for listening in. So we will resume regularly scheduled programming at this time. Give yeah, the phone well, uh, we can blame it on either the Russians or on your Mayor, calling uh, out Mayor, Mayor Jim, Jim Kenny. Kenny. I, that's who I think. I, 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 Jim Kenny would probably do. No, I don't think he would. I don't want to accuse him of that. He's yeah. probably cutting a ribbon somewhere tonight. He's got important <laughs> stuff to do. Man. Yeah, is it like a right aid opening up somewhere or something? He's got he's, he's at a garage door opening tonight, I think, somewhere in the northeast. The garage door opening. <laughs> How come it is suddenly not in did you it's move? It's not this? in focus, but we're there. Uh, this whole show hasn't been in focus. No, not at all. Except for my PPA rant. That was pretty much locked in. But by the way, so we, we're we're talking about a lot of fun stuff. Miss Robin will have a Florida update. Will she? I think so. Okay. I do. I do have a Florida update, but I also have a world update. A nice. world update? Yeah. Which yes. world would that be? Not the one we not, live in. Not, not Wayne's the one, world. This would not be not our Waters world. world. Not Waters' <laughs> world. But That's still one of my favorite moments at the Super Bowl. Well, yes. when you yes. mentioned Jesse Waters, Waters yes. from Fox was, at the, was in the red carpet. that Robin and I were walking in on the red carpet. Not Muddy Waters. At the Lee, Lee Steinberg party. And Jesse Waters is interviewing all the celebrities. Uh-huh. He doesn't know me from Adam, even though he's a Philly guy. So I walked up to him. He wasn't going to interview me. And I walked up. I said, I'm Tony Bruno. <laughs> and you're in my world. And I did the hand gesture. It was pretty funny. And he just he just looked at Tony like yeah, he I can't was... even laugh. Yeah. No. I'm like, dude, where's your sense of humor? Bruh. You do this crap to all these people, to unsuspecting dopes on the street. I'm a little smarter than an unsuspecting dope exactly. on the street. I'm a suspecting dope. And it's sports. Exactly. Hello. You're there at the Super Bowl. You're in my house, Waters. My world. <sighs> So, comments from people. Yeah. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. (laughs) People know me. I'm very important. Uh, I have many leather-bound books, and And my apartment smells of rich mahogany. (laughs) Well, i got to break so, it down for him, Tone. Timmy Galligan said uh, the mayor obviously has Comcast in his pocket, and he also wanted to know if you asked him if, I'm assuming he meant Jesse Waters, if he played Madden as a kid. Because if he played Madden as a kid, he would know you. Jesse, that's 10 years ago. Jesse Waters is in 15. Yeah. He's got to be in his 30s, yeah, I would think. Tony, you were in what, 06, 07? So 05, people, 06, 07. So that's people what, People in their 20s years don't play Madden? Uh, they probably do, but I don't know if he was a video game guy. Uh, somehow, actually, I don't. By the way, we had we had a bunch of people that were on on hold. Waiting, yeah, Chris, our buddy in Connecticut, we were breaking down uh, fireworks and stuff. fireworks and Memorial Day weekend. And so we was, apologize to everybody. Hopefully, you can log back on. I don't. And know. Exactly. if you want to call back in, it's seven one seven three six three Tony seven one seven three six three eight six six nine. Thank you. And we also have we have phones are starting to light up now, Tony. Oh, the so, phone's burning y- up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but we can. Why don't we bring the show back and then we'll go back to the phone? Yeah. So if if Brad wants to call back and we can finish up his phone call. Do you have anything else to add? I don't know. I think so. But it was the, the weirdest thing. I, do I have anything else to add? <laughs> nope. It was the most bizarre thing. Everything. I know. It I, wasn't just one program. The entire internet and the like house Stuxnet went out. It's like Stuxnet was uh, sent to us yeah. from uh, Israel and the United States. 
We were watching that documentary the other night. Fascinating. It's called Zero Days. Very fascinating. And it's not some, like, Robin watches all these fake shows, Madam Secretary and all this Fakakta made-up stuff. Fakakta. This was real stuff. <laughs> this is a show called Zero Days. It's a really good documentary. It's not partisan, so it's not a left-wing or right-wing spin. Mm-hmm. It's done by one of the main uh, producers. But, but I knew, I knew that the woman that they were like graying Don't tell out. people the story. Okay. Don't what? tell them the, the ending. So anyway, it's really fascinating. Okay. New York Times writers are involved, so it's not partisan for people who want to watch <laughs> propaganda. It's not a propaganda film. I don't watch those. I don't watch propaganda television networks either. I like, I watch... What do you watch? Science stuff. Science stuff, right. I watch sports, and then I watch Science Channel. I watch Unearthed last night about King Tot. Interesting show. Love that stuff, man. Do you know know he was only 19 when he died? Yep. And you know that his tomb was the smallest tomb in the Valley of the the Pharaohs? No, that I did not know. Yeah, because... They don't know whether they weren't ready for him to die because he was a king when he was 9 or 10. So it wasn't all the way built up yet. Then. Yeah, and so they would take a couple of years to build these elaborate tombs. Isn't that crazy? When you're still alive, they're building your tomb. And they found him in, in 1920 because his was the only tomb that wasn't raided because it was covered up by rocks and, and landslides and floods. So when all the tomb raiders went in there, and the fact that King Tot was not well known, he was a nobody, but he's become the most famous of all the pharaohs. Only because they found his tomb intact. Right. They found all the stuff in there and his sarcophagus. And, and they had a lot of these King Tut tours over the years. But that was fake stuff. They didn't even... Obviously, they don't take his body out no, of No, no, of course not. But they take out, you know, copies of the mask and all the other stuff. But even the artifacts, all the gold and stuff they found in there, even that's when they put it on... Like with the Philadelphia Museum of Art, which had a King Tut thing years ago, back in the 80s. It was yep. huge. I don't think they had any real artifacts either. Uh, they may have. So they had Bobo King Tut stuff. Oh, it was Bobo. I mean, they were selling that out front, obviously. No, I'm talking about even in the, even the exhibits were not the actual artifacts from King Tut's tomb in Egypt. I was surprised. I remember seeing, I went to go see it in Berlin. They didn't, because they did the, the, the King Tut tour did not come through the Netherlands. The closest was Berlin, and we had friends that lived in Berlin. We actually drove to Berlin yeah. to see it. Here's my question. Now, I understand that the aliens built the pyramids, because human beings can't do that. Back well, you learned that on Ancient Aliens, yes. which is one of my favorite shows. What I don't understand is, where the hell is all the gold coming from? You're in the middle of the freaking desert, dude. It's not like there's a pawn shop around or anything like that. Where's all the gold coming good from? Good question. Where I are you know. getting all this gold from? You can't mine it somewhere. It's in the they desert. Went, they went down to the jeweler's row. <laughs> <laughs> the jeweler's they row. saw Barry and Sable. They see Steven Singer down there? Steven Singer <laughs> Jewelers. They said... No mixing it up in the back room. Yeah, exactly. No mixing it up in the back room. There were a lot of Italians. Remember, the Romans were in charge yeah. back then, too. Yeah, so the Romans had all the gold chains. I guess you'd be on a chain. Don't worry yeah, about it. The Romans had the gold chains, and then the Egyptians came in. Then Attila the Hun came in. He you took see all that? the crap. Marco came in with an Italian boot <laughs> hanging from his, <laughs> <laughs> from his neck. <laughs> you got the Jesus piece. You know what I mean? The Italian horn. They had yeah, the real big Italian horns. Exactly. The gold, not the red peppers. Yeah. They had the real gold Italian horns. Did he have T-tops on his carriage? Like, Absolutely, <laughs> bro. Come on, man. What do you think the chariots were modeled after? That's what I'm saying. Iroc Z's. Iroc Z's, man. See what you learn on this show? This is not your just I'm just wondering where the, all the gold came. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, man. Where are you pulling this gold from? I just don't get it, man. That's a good question. It's amazing, though. Those gold rod, those the grave diggers, man. Those tomb raiders. Not Laura Croft. No, she, she was wasn't. Dead. But they, they just took, they did they destroyed know, everything, Tony. man. They like to face the bodies and the and the uh, corpses and stuff. It's ridiculous, man. Anyway, let's go back to the radio program already in progress. 
Did you see the Lakers to TMZ today? What do they got? Kim Car- the uh, Los Angeles Lakers have hired Kim Kardashian's ass guru as their strength and conditioning coach. <laughs> I thought they hired LeVar Ball for that. Oh, man. If you just left it at that, they hired Kim Kardashian's ass. That's what the headline ass. said on TMZ today. <laughs> Lakers hire Kim Kardashian's ass guru. Who would that be? Uh, a plastic surgeon? Yeah, probably. Uh, Ray J? Ray J. <laughs> who, was her, who was her ass guru? She's all like, I know she's got a real ass because she's a hot, semi-hot back in the day before she was all fixed up. Right. She's an Armenian chick. And you know those Armenian chicks? You know what they got? You know what they say. Yeah. See a broad to get that booty at <laughs> Leg her down or smack them, yak them. Cole. Cole got to be. But she's actually had some stuff done to the booty, too, I would think. I right? would think so, yeah. Is that natural, Robin? Let's go to a woman who understands booty. I don't think there's a lot of. As well. I don't think there's a much that's natural on her. So you can start mix it all on the line right now, real quick. I'm just saying, I don't think there's much natural about her. As I mentioned, if they're going to hire a Kim Kardashian ass guru, I'm not making that up. Those are not my words. That's the actual headline. What do you got? I said Levar Ball. Shouldn't he be the ass guru on that team? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Ray J. Give me some other. Uh, give me some. Oh, good she, uh, Reggie Bush. She was banging Reggie Bush for a Reggie while. Reggie Bush was her ass guru. Uh, what else? Um, give me some else? good plastic surgeons out there. Good the, plastic surgeons. Well, Doctor Linda Lee was our neighbor. She was a great plastic surgeon. I don't know in any LA. plastic surgeons, man. Doctor nine zero two not one zero. Remember Doctor Paul Glatt? Doctor Glatt. But I'm talking about internationally known. Oh, I've... there were those weird people on. Uh, remember the show? Not Doctor nine zero two one zero was on uh, right. Lifetime or one of those channels. I forget what it was. Chick on. channels. And they had all these people getting going in and getting plastic surgery, which I never understood watching that. I don't like watching any surgery shows. No, no. Do you like watching those shows? Robin does. I don't. I don't I want do. to see I'm that. I'm a big fan of seeing people like incisions being made and no. cut open. And the all only crap. surgery I show I liked is the new commercial by uh, Patrick Warburton where he takes out his own appendix. What? In the Enterprise Rent-A-Car commercial. No. Haven't you seen that one? No. Yeah, he's like, I'm really, you know Patrick Warburton. Yeah, I know who he is. Right. The original tick. Yeah, and he was also... He's putty on Seinfeld. Exactly. I know. And he's also at the uh, Disney uh, properties where he's in the Soren ride. Yep. He does the, you know, he's got that smart Does the introduction. Cool. Yeah. You know, I'm, but he did the latest Enterprise car commercial when he's like, you know, I'm a guy who knows what I want. Right. So he's in an operating room, and they're operating on him. He says, I make my own decisions. <laughs> so then he reaches in, and, he, and like all the surgeons are standing around, and he pulls out his own appendix, and he gets up, and he's walking out... <laughs> With his, with his thing on, and he's like walking to his car, and he's a limp, and he goes, oh, oh, still a little tender. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, the guy's brilliant. I love Patrick nah, he's good. He's one of my favorite actors and, and smarmy characters because he just plays it off so perfectly. And he does the same character in every role, but it's, it's one of those you can't get it enough works. of him. It works for Everything him. he does works. Am I wrong, Robin? No, not Is there anything that that guy does that's not funny or you don't say, man, that's just what a great – it's an act, but it's a great act. No, nah, he's good. Beautiful. Well, let's get back to the phones. Let's go. Uh, you know what? This I believe this this person, whoever it was, is the six zero two was holding uh, before we got cut off. A so lot of our a lot of our listeners are holding. Yeah, we're all holding on for. Let's go time. to the phones. Let's go to the six zero two area code. Yeah, six zero two area code six five seven is the first three digits in the, in the phone number. Let's go to the phones. Who's on the line? Hello. What up, Tony? Oh, there he is, ladies and gentlemen, from the desert of the sun, Thomas in Phoenix. Hello. That's right. I'm drinking some white wine, some dark canyon Chardonnay from California. 
What's with the Chargers? Yeah, our good friend, three days, man. Our good friend, the great Bridget Goldfrit, said that she is listening to the program while drinking a Joel Gott Chardonnay tonight. Are you going that uh, upscale or are you uh, going low rent? You gave me a nice Joel Gott when uh, we were at the yes. side. Joel Gott, quality, quality item. Joel got some quality wine. <laughs> Just Joel got it good. <laughs> Damn right. Drank too many beers watching my White Sox get swept by the Diamondbacks the last few nights, so I didn't go to the game today, luckily. But Sorry, we've, we've been doing so, a lot of heroin here watching but no, the I, mean, uh, I believe the, the Lakers signed uh, Dr. Cosmo Kramer, proctologist. Remember when he was the ass man? Oh, the ass, ass man. That's, you have to sign that's, the that's, ass man. That's a good yeah, job out of you. We're trying to figure out who one. the Lakers... Ass and uh, Patrick Warburton also plays Joe, the handicapped uh, on the Family Guy. Joe. Oh, I did not. I've never He's really watched Family Guy. I want to talk about vaginas. Remember that one? No, I talk about vaginas myself. I don't have to watch a cartoon character do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's, he's classic in that one too. He's a great actor. I love so, Patrick Warburton. Speaking of great acting, though, have you seen Have you seen the show Brockmire yet on IFC? Yes. I've been trying With, to watch um, it. I, listen, Hank, I, again, Hank, Hank, Hank Azaria is great. Hank Azaria is brilliant. He can do anything. Great voiceover guy. Character voices, all of the voices on The Simpsons, not all of them. Most of the voices are The Simpsons. Hank Azaria does them. My favorite Hank Azaria movie, even though I'm not a big Jennifer Aniston fan, you know what that movie was? Along Came Polly. Along Came Polly, where he plays the French scuba guy. Hello, Ruben. <laughs> yeah. Are you up for scuba? <laughs> <laughs> I am a peak. I got to meet I got to meet Robin and I got to meet him. I have something in my eyeball. I tell you yeah. the story of the hippo. Yeah. Yes, exactly. You have something in my eyeball. I don't know what you're saying, but as long as you're for scuba, I am a P. That's what exactly. I'm a P. A P. He's a Nashville Predator <laughs> fan. Are you a Nashville Predator? I know you're a Chicago Blackhawk fan. You got to be rooting for the Nashville Predators now since they took out your Blackhawks. Are you not? Yeah, well, yeah. That, that's the only reason. I mean, I don't want a Canadian team to win it. You know, I'm, I'm anti-Canada, but uh, you know. So, and, and why are you anti-Canada? Probably going to escape anyway and get the game. You know, win Game Seven. Why are you anti-Canada? But they're our enemy of the North, Tony. I just I don't because they they already beat us in the Olympics. You know I, I want to see it. You know even though there's a lot of Canadian players that play on the United States teams. I mean the majority of them are. I just rather see you know the Stanley Cup stay in the United States. You're you know? a fine American. They already my be, get to get to the gold medals every four years. You're damn right, man. That's because you're a great American, Thomas. What is it? The Sean Hannity show? Exactly, <laughs> <man. Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, good for you on your uh, on your uh, traffic ticket rants, man. That reminds me back in the day in California. California is just as corrupt as as Pennsylvania, man. They no, California's more they, corrupt they than Pennsylvania. At, like, and you used to live out there. You probably got some tickets over there that are questionable, right, Tony? Actually, no. You know what's funny? I never got parking tickets in L.A. Because even though I live six blocks from the beach, you can park on the street in Venice right. without a meter. Not everywhere. But you can park places. Like, you try to go to the Jersey Shore here, you can't, you can't park, park any, anywhere. No, no, it's all yellow lines by the curb. Exactly, no you can't no park anywhere. Yep. It's an outrage. But in right. California, no, no, I'm, I'm parking about, near the beach. Overall, overall traffic tickets, they're, they're pretty bad when it comes to, like, traffic tickets. Like, they'll pull over you and two other vehicles, that, which is totally legal. They'll, like, you know, they'll have, a, like, an officer at the bottom of a hill that'll, that'll walk out as he's clocking you, going down a hill, and put his hand up to get you to stop, which is totally legal. I won so many tickets and, and had so many reversed 
um, because of the, the illegal tactics that they're trying to build their quarters and everything. That's why we must resist. Pulled over once, and it was a legitimate ticket. You know, the one thing that happened to me in Arizona, and I'm pissed because. When I first met Robin, she lived in Arizona, so I would drive to Arizona, and I drove to Arizona a lot from L.A., and I got snailed by one of those stupid uh, cameras, those trap cameras, those the, speed cameras. The, the, the track or the red light? Oh, yeah. No, the red, not red oh, light. Yeah. I'm, on a freeway. I'm sweating a, red, a possible red light camera coming. No, this was on the right freeway. What, what was the never, freeway, Robin? Never pay those, Tony. Did you pay it? Yeah, it was like $600. And I was trying to tell him, don't pay it. Yeah. Oh, you, he wouldn't listen to me. You're not supposed to pay those, Tony. I found out after. I've got so, like five of them. I've never paid them. To- so I get so I'm, yeah. in, I'm in Arizona and I'm in the HOV lane, right? But I had Robin in the car with me. So all of a sudden we're in that the you know the high occupancy vehicle lane, the left lane, and I'm doing like 65. I'm not doing 100. And all of a sudden I see this flash, and I'm like, what the hell is that? And Robin says, oh, that's the red light cameras out here. And I'm saying, you know, like, as if it's no big deal, don't worry about it. He freaks out. So I get in the mail because they take a picture of your car. And in California, you have a license plate on the front and back. Do you really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you, they, they get your license plate from the front yeah. of your face and your license plate on this red light camera. And then they send it to your house. So they DP Even it. though it's out of state, they send it to my house in California and Venice. And they said, if you don't pay this $600 fine, you'll have points against your license. It's a moving violation. You know, and I have a clean driving record. I didn't want to pay higher insurance. So I sent the money, and then not that long later, they shut it down as illegal. Yep. Did they bring it back, or is it still done right. there? Did they shut they it down? It back only on side streets, only on, on like, uh, regular streets, but even even then... You have to ha- you have to be served in order to pay it. I mean, th- I mean, people know that you know they're not gonna they, they don't have time to go to these people's houses and serve them and everything. So, you know, you just I just let them go and and they don't like when I go to the DMV for whatever issue, everything never comes up or anything because they have to physically serve you. Well, like a dope, I paid it. Yep. But never again. <laughs> That's good. Never, you, Bruno. never again. Hey, you're, talk, tried you're to talking tell about him. famous uh, some captains earlier. What about what happened to having a captain stabbing that old uh, sound? But yeah, I want the crowd cut. Remember that one? Well, that's not captain stabbing. That's that the great. That's the great uh, from the from the northwestern captain. What was his name, Robin? Um, um, he's still on on the yeah, uh, deadliest yeah. catch. We had him on the show. I know, yeah, the, the blonde yeah. guy. Um, it's bugs me now. I haven't watched deadliest catch in a couple of years. It's jumped anyway. the, jumped the crowd. You gotta get me. your girl Courtney on the show, man. The, the, the porn star that, that I that I chatted with. Remember the uh, yeah. Courtney, well, she, actually, I was on her show. On your new show or no? Yeah, she has a show. You know. Uh, Courtney comes. Yeah. Jake, Elliot, Elliot Jake Anderson. No, was Elliot Neese was the first guy I had. I, I was the first guest I ever got on this show. John, no, that's not... when we were where we and he was in a bar. Yeah, we were down in uh, in Atlantic the Keys. City. No, the Keys. In the Florida Keys. Florida when we Keys. Ran I'm talking about the first guest I got for the show was Elliot Neese, Captain Elliot Neese. Yeah, but he's one of the newer guys. This guy is uh, the blonde guy. This hold is really on, bugging on, me. Why do I always Sig have Hansen. to? That Captain Sig Hansen. That's who it is on the Northwestern. Sig, how can we? He's the guy who screamed. I want there the crowd go. count. I want it set, and I want it now. So he said it on the show to his uh, to his crew. But then when I had him on this show, on the Into the Night show, I asked him to do it for me, and he did it for me again. Nice. Just like when I got Gladys to do the I Pop E refrain. Remember that, Thomas? Yep. We had to redo yep. it. That's good knowledge on you, pal. In fact, let's go back to... Do you, uh, you have Captain Stabbin on what I sent Luigi? Maybe it's on there. I, I, I don't have it. No, Captain Stabbin is somebody else. He's a friend of mine who has a boat in, in Marina Del Rey, and he takes... He always, hey. he always walks out on the docks and finds women that are just willing to go on the boat and do anything that he no. wants them to do. And then he throws them overboard at the end. 
It's a hell of a life if you can get it, man. <laughs> I think that was the, that was the, his his, nice. his his whole film story. Guys, guys, my spirit animal was the basis for Butt Pirates of the Caribbean, that great film yeah. that was made. Butt Pirates of the Caribbean without Johnny. Uh, Johnny when you Dash. say Stone, anything he was. wants them to do. It's just in case you hadn't picked it up, not you, Thomas, I'm sure you know. But just in case those of you are listening who haven't picked it yeah. up, it is X-rated. It is yeah. a porn show. <laughs> okay, Poppy. Yes. Exactly. Oh, okay. What up? Just <laughs> in case you hadn't figured it out. Hey. What's going on with the I got to ask you about baseball here for he, a second. Hold on. Thomas was asking about Jose. Jose? I haven't heard. We haven't heard from him. He, call, he called me like last week. And uh, I talked to him for like two seconds, but he's been he's been kind of laying low and he's been working. But he'll be he'll be back. All right, he'll be back. I know he's listening. Though. No, he's listening. He's still active. Got to do the old conference calls, bro. Remember, you used to do the conference oh, calls yeah. with Jose. You used to have Jose yeah, on. I used to imitate him, and he used to do yeah. I got to find out if our friend so. in, uh, in 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 uh, Wisconsin is still around. I hope she is. I know. Who are you talking about? Hope she's doing well, and Mr. Larry. Mr. Larry was a great caller from LA. He was a big Oklahoma Sooner fan. Yep. But he had a stutter, and he would, and he was just a funny guy. He loved the Oklahoma Sooners. That's what he would say. No, he was phenomenal. He would get so excited talking about Oklahoma football, and that he would he would stutter a little bit. He didn't have a he wasn't really a stutterer, but he would become so excited that it would make him stutter. What he would say the Oklahoma Sooners. He would laugh at it when I would make fun of. What I would do with my invitation, he would laugh at it, so he was cool with it. So, yeah, yeah, you know. he was cool. We don't make and fun of people. And you were kind of afraid that he would be upset. Yeah, we don't it, make fun know. of people like for, for speech impediments, or we would never have Luigi on the show. Exactly. You know what I mean? If we were going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> we are so, what are you thinking of? Uh, what are you thinking of Better, better Call Saul? Uh, you think it's better than Breaking Bad? Or no. what? I, I, think it, I think it's really good, man. I'm, I, I'm I enjoying haven't it. watched it. I, I, I watched a couple of episodes. But the problem with those shows, and again, they're good. There's too many of these things where you have to watch every week, and I, I don't have the, I don't have time for that stuff. The good thing I like watching shows now, right? Like Science Channel or or What on Earth, because every week it's a different show. You don't if you miss a week, you don't have to go back and try to figure out what's going on. Winter is coming. I, yeah, I want shows. Oh, you're like that. Okay. I want to show. I, I want to watch the hour. Last night I watched a movie. Don't breathe. Have you seen that movie? Man, is it freaky! I heard it. Uh, no, no, I, I saw Get Out. That was that was a freaking movie I saw, right there. I didn't but, see uh, Get I Out. Seen Don't breathe. Don't breathe was out last but, uh, year. You still watch The Walking Dead, though, right? Oh, I love, yeah, I still watch The Walking Dead. The only problem with The Walking Dead, it goes away for like seven months, and then you forgot what the hell happened yeah. by the time it comes back on again. So, Walking Dead is the only show that yeah. I watch continuously from episode one. Robin's waiting for uh, uh, what's the Game of Thrones? Game Man. of Thrones to come back. Yeah. I've never watched an episode of Game of Thrones. It's too far. I'm not sitting down and binge watching Game of Thrones. I'm sorry. Summer's coming. Not winter's coming. (laughs) Summer's coming. I'm not sitting in front of a damn TV to watch 13 consecutive episodes of a show for three weeks to catch up. I don't have time for that crap, even though I have no life and no job. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. Nobody got time for that. Absolutely, Tony. All right, Tony. I'll just check it in on you. Have a great night, ma'am. You too, Thomas. And when I win the uh, HGTV... Bye-bye. Bye now. Bye. Bye-bye. And when I win the HGTV... Dreamhouse? Dreamhouse in Scottsdale, Arizona, Thomas and I will once again be neighbors. It's going to be awesome, man. Can I move in, man? Uh, I don't know if there's any room. (laughs) You don't know if there's any room? Did you see how big that place is? Who's going to help you move? 
Nobody. Nobody. Exactly. I'm not taking anything, man. I'm just getting in you the leave car. It? You like leave? when I moved to LA the first time when I moved from Philly. That's it. See you it. know what I took? Two suitcases. I like your style, kid. Two suitcases. That's it. You went Joe versus the volcano, man. You just packed some suitcases right, and rolled man. out. That's it. Not even a soccer ball. Not even I, a soccer. I bought that out there. <laughs> I bought everything that I own. Where'd you stay when you first moved out there? Did you have a place already lined up that the studio? I had stayed, a place? No, I stayed in a hotel that they put me up, but then I looked for an apartment. I was in my apartment within a month. Okay. And then I went to Ikea and bought my own furniture, put it together. <laughs> I, you know, I had a bachelor pad, even though I was married. I like it. Because my wife was in Philly. I was out there. Plus, I was never home. I was working 18 hours a day. Exactly. It was a crash pad, really. I could have slept under the, under the Venice, under the Santa Monica Pier the entire time I was there, and no one would have known because all I needed to do was take a shower nice. and go to work again and maybe shave every once in a while. Tell me, what do you say? You, you want to knock out this latest phone call here? Let's go to the phones. Who's on the line right now? That's uh, 434414. 434. We got a lot of weird area codes tonight. It's strange. Where's 434? We're going to find out. Hello. Hey, this is is Uber Luke. What's going on, guys? What's going on, Luke? Where are you? I'm in uh, Cinnamon, New Jersey. I'm just calling in to tell you about a funny story about this past Sunday. And Tony Bruno, you might know what I'm talking about. I don't want to name the bar until I give you a little where I was. So you were at the Jug Handle Inn. I'm at the, because, you know, Robin and I went over to see our good friend Andy Seeley, who had a big charity event over at uh, uh, the, the Phillies Ballpark. What's the name of that bar in there, Robin? McFadden's. McFadden's, that's right. McFadden's had a big event, raised a lot of money. And Andy Seeley, who's a great friend, went through stage four cancer. So we went over there to give her our support, ran into Holy Mike Jarek and a bunch of people. And our, buddy, uh, our buddies from all over the Philadelphia area were out there. Including uh, yeah, Rich from Moonshine Rich from was Moonshine, there. Moonshine, who won the Burger Brawl best cocktail. Did he really? Yes, he did. Not the Burger Brawl. He won the bed. He had. They had a contest to make their own. So he, his bartender could show up. He made his own drink and, and put it up against all these bartenders. And we're standing there talking to each other. And they, the PA announcer gets up and says, "All right, here's the winner of our best cocktails. Number in third place, so and so. Second place." And Rich says, "Man, I knew I had no shot at winning this thing. I just put it together this morning. First place winner." How? From Moonshine. How did you guys know that I was at the jug? Because you're in Cinnamon, man. I didn't know I was at the jug. I didn't give you the I was hanging out with the cop. You should have seen. I was up to the spot, just chilling. I wanted to give him some beer, but Chris didn't get near him. They run from me. So I'm like, screw that shit. Love Christy was there? Bruno. Oh, we love Christy at the jug handle. Oh, yeah. How awesome is she, the, Robin? The cop, the cop, it was awesome. That's did you have any Tony Bruno wings? Place. Did you have any Tony Bruno wings? No, I just drank a lot of beer. <laughs> a lot of beer. But you know on the menu, every time somebody goes into the jug handle in that looks at the menu, they see on the bottom Tony Bruno sauce. And they ask me, hey, is it good? I said, yeah, you try know? it. Everybody who's tried the Tony Bruno, and I don't get paid for it. It was a concoction that they put together. Well, actually, Robin's responsible for it because we, we, they started bringing out wings one of the first times we were there doing our shows. And Robin said, I want to take them home. I don't want to leave them. So we put all the different wings in one container, what was left over, and we warmed them up, and they were great. So Robin said, hey, we should call this the Tony Bruno sauce. And that's what it is now. So the Tony Bruno sauce no, is a mixture of three or four of their, of their sauces all into one, and it's become one of the hottest items on the menu. And God, my name's good, on man. the menu, man. Let me give myself a roaring round of applause. Well, I want to fuck. I want to die. I want to die. I want to die. What do you say now? You want to what? I said, I'm definitely going to try them wings just because you were talking good about them. I want to say, I want the fucking Tony Bruno wings. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> and you know what they're going to say to you when you say that you want that? I believe 
Not, not Christy, the bartender, because they're too nice for that. I believe the yeah. owner of the place, the great Kevin Stone, will look you in the eye after you've had about 16 blue moons with the orange slice in it and say to you, Hey, shut the fuck up or go outside. They <laughs> <laughs> should have that loaded at every bar. I'll never be able to play this job again, but I'm wearing it out tonight. I don't care. Anytime I said that to people in my house. That's fucking awesome. Come on, man. We can't go that overboard. All right, let's yeah, enjoy it. Let's not, cel- let's, not, let's not celebrate it, all right? <laughs> no, it's a bad word. We don't want to use that kind of bad language on the show. Even though it's a podcast and the FCC has uh-huh. nothing to do with us. We could never do this on real radio. I am so sorry. That's all it's right, okay. man. Don't worry. Now, have you been <laughs> drinking tonight? Yes, I have. I'm just checking. I had four Coors Lights. I have to drink four more. Four? How many four Coors Lights have you had tonight? Four, gonna have four more, and I'm gonna drink a whole bottle of Gentleman Jack. That's how. That's what I'm talking about. Now wait, I, I didn't catch your name actually. Uber Luke, Uber Luke, Uber Luke, Uber Luke. Are you an Uber driver yeah. after drinking all of that stuff? I hope not. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just professional rider. Oh, so he's an Uber. He has Uber on speed dial. Like that. That's he, smart. You know, if you're going to drink, then yes, that's absolutely. the way to do it. I totally agree. I, I, I was worried that you were an Uber driver pounding it and then taking somebody home. That is a good <laughs> job out of you, Uber yeah, Luke. Definitely not. And if you, and some nights you don't want to have a chance, you know, you, you can't make it home and you can't find an Uber driver right away. Just walk right across. There's a beautiful hotel right across the street. Oh, yeah, beautiful. From the jug handling. You can rent yeah, by the yeah, hour. That's definitely not beautiful. I'm no. about to sleep outside. <laughs> I heard the rooms are, you can get the presidential suite overlooking, <laughs> overlooking I, I, Route which, 73. Which president, Tony? <laughs> which president? By the way, a lot of people. Oh, yeah, all the, I want the Lewis freaking room. Women too, huh? A lot of people tuning in saying that the Tony Bruno sauce rocks, and they're saying that I think it's garlic honey hot, something like that. That's Eric. Yeah, it says Eric it on the Stupik. menu. It is a bunch of different things, and it is fan freaking It really is. And I should, I, should, I should bottle that and make it. We and should. make some damn money. I'm broke, man. I'm broke as hell, too, brother. For the first time in my life, my, my bank account was minus <sighs> on, May, on May 20th. I, got, I actually opened up my checking account, Is and I was negative? minus $1,300. How does that happen? Would, you don't even gamble. Alimony. No, I was not even gambling. It's a joke, man. It's, it's called alimony. money's coming out, and nothing's coming in. It's I may have to have a bankruptcy clearance. Alimony. We may have to have a yard sale or something. <laughs> Everything you see Everything here live goes. Tony Bruno show. I may sell all my personal possessions. We've got to tell Uber Luke to turn his radio down. He doesn't have a radio. He's not listening can, to the radio. Yeah, I can hear it in the background. Thank, I am listening. Thank you guys very much. I love Tony Bruno. I'm going to listen to you every day. Now, where are you right now? Are you, are you in the, are you in the uh, jug handle right now? No, no, no. I wish. <laughs> I wish. I'm going to probably go there this weekend. You want to meet me there, Tony? We'll hang out and drink a couple of beers and have a couple of shots. We definitely need to go back. This weekend, we can't do it because it's a Memorial Weekend yeah. and we have I'm plans already. My, I'm going to my summer uh, Quonset hut in Senile City this weekend. Senile City. Yes, I have a Quonset <laughs> hut there that I'm redoing. <laughs> you, know you know they're opening the beach up Friday, Tony. They're opening up the beach up Friday. They bless the beach, you know. I usually anoint the beach when I go yeah, there, too, right away. I wait till I get in the water before I anoint the beach. <laughs> No, I've been there for the blessing. No, of the they beach. opened the, the. I know they do. They opened the beach. I was there a couple years ago 
when my buddies from the Bottos, the Botto family was there. It's Ocean City. It's a big deal. Yeah. They actually opened the beach. And then I'm, people walk out and say, where the hell's the sand? Exactly. The, you, you the jug. The jug. They're opening the beach. Oh, the jug. The jug <laughs> beach is opening up. this weekend. The yeah, jug handle beach? open here Friday. Yeah, they, they have a beach in the Friday. back there. They put sand out. You don't have to bring your own sand to the beach yeah. either. Yeah. There's plenty they have a volleyball there. court. The beaches are already there. That's Damn right. You, There's some fine beaches over there in South Jersey. Faster, especially when it's hot because it gets warm. You know what I mean? It's going to be a little chilly this weekend, though, man. Yes. Are, right. Is anybody yeah. going to I'm, go I'm in the water this well, weekend? No, I don't go in the water. I don't go in the water at the Jersey Shore in August when it's 105 out and 700% humidity. Because you don't know what goes on in that water. No, I'm not talking about sharks. Yes, oh, I'm sorry. All them sharks. <laughs> no, the sharks are my least of my concerns out there. <laughs> now, they are there now. Remember, we were reading last year that there are the sharks are returning. That the not the lone sharks. I see those guys. No, they're all, all over past young guys. They're right here in South Philly. <laughs> no, but we were reading about it. That the they hand out more business cards than they do out in Vegas for hookers. <laughs> three points, three points. I charge you three points. That's three points. That's it. The breeding areas have been protected now, so the sharks are returning off the coast of New Jersey and New it's York. About damn so. time. That's what I say. Anything to call the herd, man. Anything to call the herd. Not the cow. By the way, herd. Luke, we you are getting much love. I am? Some no, Luke is. Oh, Luke? Thank, Screw you, Tony. Thank you very That's much. Uber Luke. Uber, Uber Luke. Luke is getting much love Uber from uh, the listeners right now. They're saying that you're a fantastic caller. So He's a great caller. Much. You need to call more often. Thank Next time, call much. after eight Coors Lights, yeah, though. And be sauced, <laughs> all right? <laughs> Tuna, Tony Bruno sauced and then sauced on top of it. Exactly right. The fact that you're smart enough to take Uber when you go out and drink we were talking about people smoking and drinking yep. and driving and stuff. You're a good man, Luke. You're oh, man. a good man, my friend. Thank you guys very much. Take care. I'll call you guys again. Let's give him a roaring round of applause, Luis. We'll the great Uber time. Luke. We'll give him one time. We got to give him That's one That's a of great those. name, too. It's like Raider Ryan. Because it's like a double entendre, too. Yeah. Uber Luke. Uber Luke. Because you're but it's, Uber not, Luke. it's not an alliteration. It, and it's not, it just sounds right. Yeah. Uber Luke. You know what I mean? You know where's a lot of Ubers? Where? Down to Florida. I know there's a lot of Schifosa. That's why we like it. So Big state, Tony. That's why we like it. Kicking back and soaking up the rays every day in Florida. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you know something bad always happens, but it's not just Florida. I want people to know, even though we do a Florida update. This entire nation now is obsessed with stupidity, idiocy, and all kinds of acts. Well, this is actually a Florida update. The other one is a world update. Remember that. That's right. This but we're only doing one update at a time. Yes. This is the Florida update. Now, we have talked quite a bit about Florida and its creatures. Yes. Yes. Um, there have there Because they do have creatures that the rest of the United States might not necessarily be used to. Like the dude in Miami that dressed up like the Joker and had the paint on his face. Did you see that story? No. Guy was that that had the Heath Ledger Joker look. Uh Uh-huh. Not a mask. With the slits. With the slits and the paint. He's out there waving a loaded gun at people in the middle of a highway. I had to run him with a snake today. Did you really? A real snake, man. Where? I was at a a park. I was walking around. A freaking snake popped out. A park? A snake like this, man. 
That's not a big snake. There's no snake. I've never seen a snake out there. I'm a city guy, Tony. What? How big was that? Like this. That's snake. 10 feet long. You should have seen the snake, Tony. He was like, dude. It was like a stinking little garter snake. It was a snake, man. It popped out. There's no poisonous snake. It in was this red snake. and black. The snake was red and black. Well, in this particular case, um, a woman in West, of snakes. A West <laughs> Kendall <laughs> home, <laughs> Miami-Dade County, went to bed, and she wanted to use the bathroom, like many of us do, before bed. Put her in the bathroom. And she got a somewhat of an unwelcome surprise for those of you who are actually watching the live video. Let me play this for you right now. Mamba out. <laughs> mamba came out. That's what happened. The Mamba. Um, was it a black Mamba? Not the white Mamba. It was Brian Scalabrini. Was that? The white Mamba. The white let's, mamba. let's play this darn thing. So... You can, I mean, there, we've had stories of snakes coming up through the pipes and snakes things like that. Snakes on a plane. Snakes on a plane. Snake NATO. This Snake particular, NATO. an iguana, iguana had crawled somehow up the pipes in the toilet Dude. and Dude. was in her toilet. Now, I know how I go to the restroom when it's like in the middle of the night. I don't even turn on a light or anything. Yeah, I don't. No. I just. I just sit down. That would be quite an unwelcome. But there's surprise. a lot of iguanas in Florida. They don't come up the pipes. Usually, somebody threw them down. Well, in this particular case, it came up through because they do not own an iguana. They were not expecting this iguana. How big was the iguana? It came. Like it was this big, man. No. <laughs> Ten you know what this? Well, you remember when we go to St. Thomas on the beach? Oh, there's a on, million iguanas. All over them. They I walk up in restaurants. They're everywhere. Yeah, I don't understand them. I, I, I'd kick it right out of the damn. No, you would. Yes, I would. I, no. Got no, I got no reason to have an iguana near me whatsoever. I don't okay, like well, them. The I don't love them. The stupid video is not playing now, less. so I apologize. But you can find it on, if you look it up on the internet, you can find the iguana video. Is that an iguana in your pocket? Are you just <laughs> yeah. happy to see me? <laughs> can you, I, I don't even know what I would do because, I mean, they do bite. Yeah. They're they're not exactly. They're not bite. They don't tell come you one after thing. you. No, they don't what? come be the one time you see a man put the toilet seat down, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Shut that thing well, that right was, down. that's actually the video, which I don't understand why it's not playing for us right now. But anyway, the, it shows that they she slammed the lid and then she called 911. And uh, the cops? she called the cops and they came over. They first said they, they wanted to make sure that it wasn't actually a snake because that, I guess, is more common. Um, and then they found indeed that nope, it was an iguana that had that was in her toilet bowl, dude. Just hanging out. I don't know. Man. Looking looking for the low-hanging berries. <laughs> Wait a minute. Courtney Cummings has just uh, checked in. Actually, 44 minutes ago. And what'd she say? She hashtagged oh. beautiful. See, well, now it's wrote, playing. I started a live stream on YouTube, and she hashtagged beautiful. Love Courtney. Got to have a call in one. She's to come on the phone, on the, on the show. On, on the phone, though, not like on okay. the show. Okay, so... She's in Tampa, you, you know. Can, uh, Is she it's really? Playing. Yeah, when we were down there, she we when we found out she was back in Tampa, we didn't even get to see her. It it's is an, outrage. an outrage. It's a total it's outrage. It's an outrage. Damn right it is. Robin, you said you had something else, too. That is a world, the world update. Should I do them both at the same time? You just well, did just the, ran uh, the Florida update. Yeah, I know. I just did the world. I got to do my Charles Barkley okay. Shaq thing. Yeah, we got to do that. That's more important, isn't it? Yeah, screw yeah. the world. The hell with the, the world. The world's going to hell anyway. Exactly, Tony. Not the World Cafe, of course. Which no, is the World great, Cafe Live is great, Tony. It is great. But let's go, you know, because we always argue on the show, right? And people Shh. sometimes wonder. Not just on the show. We argue all the time, but it's real life. But people wonder when they see people arguing on TV. Now you see all those talking heads in the box. Hey, shut the fuck up. You go <laughs> <Yeah. outside>, right? 
<laughs> but you know, you turn on the news and there's like four heads and they're all yelling yes. at each other. You turn on ESPN and there's four heads and they're all yelling at each other. Heads in the boxes, I call them. I used to be a head in the box. Did you really? Yeah, when I was on with Keith. And when I wasn't in New York, I would be, you know, in Houston or in Miami or right. in Florida or in San Francisco. I would be in, you know, in the little booths looking into a camera and you were a head in the box. Where was I going with this? I don't know, oh. Tony. And so they wonder whether or not when you're arguing with the, with a host oh, or what's in the box? other co-hosts or other people that you're on with that you disagree if with, real. if it's real. Well, I told you my favorite studio show is the NBA on TNT. I I don't know where I'm going with them. I'm shot. Come on, man. So it's so, favorite TV show. And you know I love those guys because oh, I yeah, know them I know Ernie Johnson's phenomenal, right? Charles Barkley's one of my favorite He's the perfect people. mix for that panel, He is. He's he? absolutely brilliant. That's the best show. I don't even watch the games. I just watch the pregame and the postgame. You know, I'll watch the NBA t- championship, but those guys won't be on. They're doing the Eastern Conference Finals now. So the other night, Shaq's on one side, and, you know, and, and Charles Barkley's on the other side. Yep. Then there's Ernie Johnson, and, and then Kenny. there's Kenny the Jet Smith. Mm-hmm. So they're goofing off and back, but they're not goofing off. They were talking about, you know, the Celtics lost one game three, right? Yes. And the question was, you know, were they better off without their best player? Right, without Isaiah Thomas and, and on the then court. Shaq was talking about, well, you know, uh, Brad Stevens was saying, uh, you know, these guys, if they, you know, if they, they could, you know, they had a 10-point lead, they're able to go out there sure. and try to make up for the slack of missing Isaiah Thomas. And then they were arguing about it. And then Kenny the Jet Smith starts it off with this comment. Shaq, you want to look ahead to game five of this series? Uh, another mu- another must-win for Cleveland. You, oh, my goodness. You, you, you don't want to mess around, Chuck? You, you have no idea what we're talking about. You, it's a real must-win for Boston. Because you've only been to the final once. So I you didn't buy one riding on Dwayne Wade's and Kobe's coattails. It doesn't matter, Chuck. I got the same yeah. thing you got, and I passed you up I'm, 10 I'm years just ago. letting you know. If anyway, I had been riding anyway, on Kobe's coattails anyway, and Dwayne Wade's anyway, and Alonzo Morning, too. Guys. I forgot about must him. Must-win for those guys. Everybody knows you're a bum. Rick Fox. People question why you're in the Hall of Fame anyway. Bum. I had I have I I would say this, Shaq. No, why, did that, why did that get so personal when no, we're no, because, talking about game five? No, because no, Chuck always interrupting. Don't interrupt me, Chuck. <laughs> I'm gonna punch you right in your face. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, tell yeah, you what. Okay, we're gonna be moving some furniture. Okay, okay I got I'm gonna throw one of these chicken wings at your fat ass. Okay, okay. You gonna sit it like what? You gonna grab it like what those birds do? You gonna do what? Come on, man. Quit going around. I got on, man. Yeah. No, come on, man. You want to get on this old cheap suit? Kenny got on. Papa was a roller stabbing that with a trident. I, I, I would say I don't even notice that barbecue sauce on my I, suit. I would I would I would agree. I don't notice the barbecue sauce, but I also agree with oh, you. Man, oh, you're going, yeah, there it is. Hey, come, come on, man. man. Come on, man. I, I would say this. You don't know nothing Ernie, about that. If you, you Ernie, cannot Ernie. Why do you keep eating everything getting nailed down? Because you're bored. You don't know nothing about that. You saying anything worth a flip? You cannot extend series. He only went to the finals once. He has no idea what we're talking Wow. Now, was that real? Yeah. The, those guys, you think? No. Of course not. Around. They're goofing off. But the, in the pregame show, there was, a, there was another confrontation of sorts where Chuck says, I'll come over there and kick your ass and stuff because they were talking back well, and one, forth. It wasn't one of the lines like, uh, this show would be better without you? Yeah, that's what yeah. happened. So, yeah. so Shaq's trying to tell Charles about, uh, to tell the guys, you know, Brad Stevens told me that, you know, that, the, that if they come out and play hard, they got a chance to win. And Charles is like, no, it's not the season. And then he, finally, Charles probably says to him, you know what? This show would be a lot better without Shaq on here. And then Charles was like, 
then Charles shoots back, and then I said, well, you want me to jump over the table and get you? And then they were laughing. So, you, But then in the postgame, that was pre – the postgame thing you just heard, that was way after the game. The arena's empty, right? The arena's empty, and those guys are going back and forth. And then there were times when you think, well, maybe they're serious. Yeah, I know. That's you know, what I was like, thinking. But then I don't think they're serious. Chip Reeders says when he went Rick, when he went when he went Rick, Rick Fox, Fox, I lost my shit. I know it was it was. <laughs> Me too. I'm like he went Rick Fox on him. Really? You know what? Most nights that is better than watching the game yes. that they do. It's funny. They are more entertaining than the game. Shaq yes. turned around. And said, he said, I, "Everybody questions why you're even in the Hall of Fame." I know. <laughs> no, it was a great back and forth. And then Ernie Johnson's like, "You're boring me." You know? Boring. Like, yeah, I said anything worth a flip. I no, think they're, you know, like, like by then, they're just cheap suit. they're just punch drunk. Now we have been that way during. Yeah, like I just shows. did when I didn't realize what I was talking about. You just end up saying stuff, and you. you why do you think I go to Senile City on the weekends? <laughs> Nancy Pelosi and I have a room together. In Senile City. Senile City. Nancy Pelosi, another person who's... Not Enrico Palazzo. ...been with us on the program, remember? Yes, she was. She heard me when we were doing a show in San Francisco at the National Italian-American Foundation. i got to say, that was the weirdest... Out of all the experiences, that was the weirdest She had all these big-name Italians on Mike Piazza, Tommy Lasorda, uh, you name the actors. Well, she arrived late, so we were... so we're interviewing all these people. All these people, and then all of a sudden... All these men in glasses and black suits, you know, like CIA men in black, guys or FBI, no, show Secret up Service. in the lobby and they're like all over, and we're like, "What the heck just happened?" We call that Wednesday. That's, that's exactly. And then it <laughs> turned out that Nancy Pelosi had just arrived halfway through the event, and we're in the middle of interviewing—I don't know who we were interviewing. And actor, you name that. You name the biggest names in Italian American television, sports. They were all at this event. And then. Nyack. Tony Danza. Then Tony Danza yeah, was, no, there. He was there. And then Who's the other great actor the, with the beard who's in uh, the NCIS shows? Montaigne. Montaigne. Joe Montaigne. Montaigne. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Right. There was a lot of amazing people. So then all of a sudden, Joe two Montaigne. of the, two of the um, security, the... Uh, John Favreau was there. You know, he's a tie. Oh, John Favreau. Two of the undercover guys, they come up and they say... During a break, they say, "Excuse me, Mr. Bruno, Miss um, Pelosi recognized your laugh, and she would she wanted to know if she, if you had a moment and she would like to talk to you." Yes, Nancy Pelosi summoned Nancy me, Pelosi's and I took a picture with her. Summoned Tony because Dude. her husband listened fan. to Tony every single day, and I'm an so influential mover and shaker. <laughs> I cross party lines. I don't. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a lap dog. You cross for the lines left. to get to the party. That's the well, difference. Damn Tony. right. That's, that's the no, difference. Actually, Tony. the lines open up. The sea opens when I'm coming into a room. I'm like Charlton Heston in the Ten <laughs> Commandments. It was. It was the, the most Red surreal sea thing. parts, baby. And you can see the, the Hollywood Boulevard in the exactly, background. The velvet it ropes. Let me ask you a question. Straight up. Let me ask you a question. You ever been to Playboy Mansion? Are you kidding me? Uh, Are you serious? I'm, no, because I'm, my next question is, have you ever been to the grotto? Robin's been in the grotto. I have pictures in the grotto. I've been in the grotto five times, probably. Minimum. Five times. Five times. Tony's been in the grotto in his pajamas and some really funky sandals. I was in the grotto in a little bustier and something, and I met in the grotto. I met. Robin the hedge- was in the Playboy Mansion twice oh, with yeah, me, yeah, yeah. so I, I know I was the there at least five times. I met um, Ron, Jeremy? Ron Jeremy in the grotto. What's the matter with you, man? I'm pissed. And it's done. Yeah, I know. It no is more. done. They closed it down. Half sold it to the Bimbo guy. That's the real Neverland Ranch. No, you know the guy that owns Bimbo, the uh, the baking company? Bimbo, which is the biggest bakery. did Bimbo buy Nabisco? They bought a lot of yeah. American bakeries. Say that five times. <laughs> Bimbo. 
They, I know this. They, you know, they're a spot. I think the Philadelphia Union had the bimbo shirts right. on the front. You know how soccer teams have. Personally, I thought the, on the bimbo buying the Playboy Mansion was, was so appropriate. Exactly. Unfortunately, he's not holding court. So the there guy anymore. who lived next door to, to the Playboy Mansion was the bimbo baker. And then when Half put the mansion up for sale, he bought that place too. Jesus, man. So he's got. He's got a. Robin's been in the game room. She was in all the private rooms in the mansion. She was there in the daytime. She and was at there night. at night. She was there looking at the zoo. You know, Half has a zoo on his property. Oh, he's got bunnies everywhere. I mean, well, no, not that kind of. Uh, I mean, a real zoo. Yeah. We're in a game room playing pinball Peacocks. machines. And You're at the Playboy Mansion playing pinball. Yeah, in the game room. Haven't you seen the this pictures? There's like a whole album no, on Tony's I haven't Facebook seen it. on it. And then Luigi tried to get in one time. You know what they said to him when he walked up to the gate? Get out. At the Playboy get Mansion. Oh, uh, you want me to do it <laughs> myself? One more time. Go ahead. Get out. No. Get out. Get out. I said, hey, shut the fuck up and go outside, all right? <laughs> on that, that was note, the grotto. On that, that was note. when he was trying to get into the grotto. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have to do this last, last update, no, though. No. No, Robin. Come on. It's late, damn it. All right, let's do the damn update. Okay, because we wanted to do it last time. Really, I like to keep I like to be ahead of the curve because a lot of times you'll hear show you'll hear a story on this show on a Wednesday night. Right. And then four days later you'll see it in now the mainstream. Now we had this. Uh, we actually had this last week. Well, we didn't do it because I told Robin to do it. She did some other stupid story no, that made we had no a, sense. No, but the other story last week was actually bigger. So this No, one this is, is a much better story. So there is a new you know you know how a lot of people, they, they're waiting longer and longer to get married because they can't find anybody that they're compatible with, Bullshit. that they really like. And they're really kind of into themselves. I think that's the problem. I well, think society's become so selfish and so self-centered that they think that they just have to play. The, no, right. Their like standards. My niece, Nicole Khaleesi, and well, her boyfriend, different. Joe, they've known each other since they were in sixth grade. I know. That's at age amazing. 13. And last week they got married. So they've been together for like but 13 years. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's, awesome. that's freaking they fantastic, And man. they know they're perfect for each other after 13 years growing up from sixth grade. So you know that you know all the weaknesses, all the strengths, you know all the different things that they like and dislike. So they know, they realize it's time to get married. I think We're perfect the, for each other. The problem, like a lot of people now, they're, they're like their standards are so high that they can't overlook people's extra eccentricities and faults like unlike me with you that I can overlook those things and still love you anyway what, what but, faults are you talking about <laughs> but in this particular why case why do you think we're never getting married exactly there is, an, <laughs> there is an answer there is an answer to all of those people who cannot find a compatible spouse not e-harmony it is called wait a minute is Christian called Mangle. Mangle. Christian Mangle how about uh, farmers only farmers only yeah that's how about my tinder <laughs> Nope. It is called sologamy. Sologamy? Sologamy. So I had some of that. It was a prosciutto. It was a, yeah, it was a nice sandwich. sandwich. They put the hot peppers on the side. Oh, yeah. too for nice you. sandwich. <laughs> a sologamy sandwich. <laughs> a nice sandwich. Is, they put too much olive oil and vinegar in there. This trend <laughs> might be right up your alley, Tony, because you'd never have to worry about divorce. You'd never have to worry about alimony ever, ever again. Would I learn it to is, hate myself? Probably right. Probably. <laughs> it is a wedding to yourself. You marry. You can marry yourself. You marry yourself. Do I get to keep everything then, or do I have to give my other half, uh, my no, other, my I mean, evil like, twin even Gemini even brother half? Just throw half your shit out the window. <laughs> 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 no, that's what, 
give the other half to Jim Kenny for his soda taxes and his PPA. You give it to him, yeah, for the PPA. You're already, you're already donating half the salary anyway. It's an outrage. So the idea. So people, so people are marrying themselves now. Ma- th- I mean, it's like a real thing. This is not just something that was made no, up. This, can't be real. this is a yes, real thing, real. and it is the idea that you co- you give yourself a commitment. Who that gives yourself away? Self-love. Who do you ask for permission to marry yourself? And self <laughs> self love, self compassion, and supporters of the practice claim it leads to a happier life. If you can't love yourself, why love anybody else? You can have an entire wedding ceremony. Wow. You, it's just another excuse for a party. You got like a honeymoon you and can, stuff? When y- they clink the glasses can... at the wedding ceremony, who do you kiss? You just jerk off. That's all you do. Now. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> you go home and screw yourself. You get a hotel room and go screw yourself? Yes. <laughs> now, this is started, which to, I, honestly, this does not surprise me. God, he's It was started millennial. by a Japanese. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> And Japanese travel agency is currently offering to organize an event for any woman who wants to marry themselves for just 25... What about dudes who want to marry themselves? Exactly. You can, it can be. It doesn't have to be a bride or a groom. I mean, it can be a bride or a groom, or, but they get you know who should a marry whole themselves? solo package. All these boutons on the bachelorette and bachelor. Yes. And, the, and the stupid guys, too. These idiots should marry themselves. Because when you go on a dumb show... And then go to sleep with somebody on TV in a hot tub, and that's how you're going to find. Now they have all these other shows, you know, married without sight, married at first sight, married in sixty seconds. Married. That's 60 why nobody seconds. can stay together. <laughs> okay, I apologize. It it grew in Japan, but it started with a United States woman, Linda Baker. She Baker. Was the, she was the first person to marry herself in the United States back in 1993. Wow, way ahead of the boy. How yeah. do we how do we wait? So I didn't even get an invitation. No, I know exactly. So <laughs> she had Must seven, lost in the mail, seven bridesmaids. And seventy-five family members and friends. She had a that, wedding party. Yeah, oh yeah, she had the she did the whole Where's the shebang. Grooms? Where's the grooms? There's no grooms, man. Well, in this particular case, there wasn't. This is stupid. You get so a, when a guy marries himself, does he bring a bunch wait. of dudes as grooms and no bridesmaids? Oh, this, 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 another person, Jennifer Hoos. Hoos. Yeah, not hose. Hoos. In uh, a thirty-year-old artist, she took her own hand in matrimony when she married herself in the Netherlands in two thousand and three. Dude, did she take herself to one of the hookers and uh, have a fun night out? I what do you do so. for bachelorette parties and bachelor bachelor parties? I, I don't know. Painting with a twist. I don't freaking know. What man. do you do? I have no idea. But, but do you get like all the benefits from actually being married? Like as far as like the tax breaks, do you get that? I don't know. That's a good I, question. That's a good question. If that's the case, I'm marrying myself right now. If I'm going to get married think, again, I'm going to marry myself. Then, I think you should. But then I'll divorce myself and I'll get all the know, money I, and then I can't, run away. I can't live with this crazy bastard anymore. I'm out of here. I'll demand more alimony for myself. If you marry yourself, and then you meet somebody else and start having an affair, do you still have to divorce yourself? It's a good question. Well, you know, if there's lawyers, they'll oh, find there's a way. way. There's a way. <laughs> if somebody can get a piece of what you got, how about if, can you can you can you divorce yourself over irreconcilable differences? Hmm. What would the grounds be? What you got tired of yourself and didn't want to be married to yourself anymore? The grounds would. Would you be... go on Doctor Phil? That you Where really, you really, really need a psychiatrist. I don't know, but if you're, if you're married to yourself and you're going on more, you got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Here, I'm, I'm going down farther in the article. Did you not read this whole story, Robin? Come on, so, Robin. Sologamy so is not recognized in Europe or the United States as a legal What about in Utah? 
Everything. That's the exact right. opposite exactly. of what some people do. Yeah. <laughs> I always like to call it Florida of the West. <laughs> like wow. Now there's uh, there's increasing reports of single women. It still doesn't mention anything about single men. Single women. So what do you do at the wedding reception when you throw the garter? Well, anybody can catch is. it. Who smashes the cake? You smash the cake in your own face? This has got to be the most like self-serving crap I've ever seen in my I entire agree. life. No. I agree. You know, the whole it's point... It's a whole look at me thing. It's all it is. The whole point of marrying somebody... Is it rec- do you, are is, you recognized? Is, is, it, is there a, Can you get a state license to get married? That's what I mean. Like, is this thing legit? Are you legal? No. Then what's the point of doing it then? Supposedly, it's a feel-good thing. So when you put down on your, on your driver's license, married or single... When you apply for Social Security, do you write down married or single? No, down, I will be curious to find out where this leads to. Or criminally to. insane. You should put down do not resuscitate at any, <laughs> at any length. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. It's not just Florida. It's everywhere. It's man. everywhere. Wow. I don't know what to say. Tony, I'm, I'm done with it, man. I can't believe that. You're going to marry yourself these days? It's a very selfish thing. Now, I hate myself too much to get married to myself. Although I've argued with myself many times. Hey, shut the fuck up. Long <laughs> time, <all> right? <laughs> oh, man. I can never play it again. I want to thank my good friend, State Senator John Burton, retired. He gave us so much State fun Senate. tonight. I got to call him tomorrow and give him major love. <laughs> that's the way you talk. That's the way you shut down opposition. <laughs> Forces. Right. The best part about that drop is, is that you can't cut the curse out of it. So no other local. I know. There's no way it. to fix it. It's perfect. Ridiculous. In the meantime, don't forget to follow us. Joe Corrado, he's watching the Phillies, so he's criminally insane. He should marry himself. Yes, he should. If you're watching the Phillies, you should marry yourself. Because only you could love you. Then you can watch the game by yourself with your married partner, who is yourself. Then you can go down the basement and really be by yourself. But you can follow him anyway at Forza Corrado, at Miss Robin Austin on Twitter, and of course at Luigi Curto 22. And don't forget to follow us at Tony Bruno Show. You know, the Facebook, the Twitter, the whole schmear, the whole mishpuka. The, the whole package. The As my friends in the, in the tribe would say. In the meantime, be careful out there. Have a great, safe Memorial Day weekend. All right? Or join us. And or join us on uh, Sunday if you're around the Philly area. And also, don't forget, next week we're going to give away a ticket, yep. a pair of tickets. Yes. Yes, sir. To come and join us for Thursday, June 1st, the next great tequila dinner at Cantina Laredo in King of Prussia. How do we get info from that? You call up there at the Cape. Well, do we have the phone number, Robin? Uh, I, I should have that ready. Yes, you well, should. We're going to have all the info for you next week anyway. So. We will tell yeah, you. Yeah, we'll, we'll give it to you next but week. Cantina but... Laredo, KOP, right? Correct. Cantina Laredo, KOP. Ask about the the uh, the tequila dinner next Thursday night. Camucho. Camuchos. Chamuchos. 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 Exactly. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. And take it from Uber Luke. Have another Coors Light and call me tomorrow. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to The Tony Bruno Show. We hope you'll make this a weekly visit. Come back soon.
In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time. Each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward, building a stronger future. Motorists Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. At Cole's Friends and Family Sale, the back-to-school savings add up with an extra 20% off. Save on Skechers for the family, girls' stretch jeggings just $12, and save on an Instant Pot and luggage. Plus, take an extra 10% off home. Plus, everyone gets Kohl's cash. Plus, free Amazon returns now at all Kohl's stores. This weekend at Kohl's. Offers valid July 25th through 28th. 20% with promo code SHOPFAMILY. 10% off home with promo code HOMEDEAL10. Some exclusions apply. See store or post.com for details.